Empire for some history, dog. Got it out of there. Got lasers? Lasers near your microphones. That's a good point. I didn't We're know. rolling. We're already rolling, cuz. We're rolling yeah. talking about lasers. Boy. What do you reckon from the last episode? Do I need the pop shield or do you need the pop shield? No, we're all good. We're all good. I haven't even edited the last episode yet, which is bad news, but <sighs> it's a short episode, so I'll be alright. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a very long one, I'm afraid. Sorry, guys, about that. You would have probably heard that before you hear this one. But also, one of the reasons. We're going to like break it down the fourth wall, though. They. No, we do this live every morning. <laughs> we get up before you on the Sunday and we get it done. So that <laughs> there's also like the fact that the reason I didn't ed- edit that one yet, it will be up. I will get it done. It'll be done by tomorrow night. Is uh, the on Sunday I took notes for an episode and I got all the dates wrong. So I did a whole episode of notes and just. Oh, like, yeah. You've already <laughs> got fucking three Sundays away ready to go. Well, no, it's not even three Sundays away, bro. If we want to use it, it'll be in a year's time. No, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it was one. last Sunday's yeah, one. It was, but well, a year from now. Yeah. <laughs> so I fucked that up pretty bad. So I've, uh, this one, this and this one ended up being long notes as well on this geezer. What? Sh- but go on. Shout out that one that you did by accident. I did the Pele- Go on. I did the Peloponnesian War. Yeah, dog. So if you're a true listener, a year from now, <laughs> you'll be hanging out waiting for the Peloponnesian Wars. <laughs> and I'll have better notes by then as well. Yeah, there'll yeah. be double, maybe even triple the notes. <laughs> we might get two hours out of that one to make up for James Cook. That's it. It was a good episode, though, James Cook. It was good fun, man. That's like the classic, like, that's the type of shit you'd make a movie about, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, Master and Commander shit. Yeah, which Land I still on Ireland, yeah. learning all the culture, eating yeah. all the fish, you get, get all fucked up. <laughs> you get, get all fucked up. Bashed by fucking Hawaiian maces and shit. Yeah, Ooh. special little, like, what would you call it, hatchet? Yeah. Wooden, like... Ebony hatchet. Oh, tragic, bro. Yeah. So sh- I'll let you know about today's episode, bro. Oh, yeah, let's cut to the chase. We'll oh, beforehand, should we mention we've hit 500 dudes. Oh, yeah. So thanks, everyone, as well. Thanks, Chavez. And That's well done, cool, Sam, yeah. for promoting it. Ooh. And if you haven't discovered this through Sam, then <laughs> your algorithm's on point. Yeah, thanks to your algorithm. Yeah, because there's a few, we get to see like data on who's listening, isn't it? A little bit. Couple mates in Australia. Yeah, we got a couple. And we got some big dogs in Australia that have got algorithms. Yeah, that's it, bro. There's a Japanese. Yep. Like a Japanese. Or is everyone on the VPN? Oh, probably everyone's on the VPN. Oh, we're getting guys. misled. Yeah. But we've got a few Irish. Yeah. A few would. states. It's pretty good. Free status. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you got a couple of American listeners. Yeah, we're doing. But yeah, right. shout out everyone. Thank you for this. Yeah, it's really cool of everyone. It's really super cool. We're really chuffed about that. We're going to be trying to up it every t- every week now for a little while. Yeah. Like I think uh, next step we've said um, we're saying this live now, bro. Well, not live. Saying this recorded. Saying this Sunday morning before you ever woke up and you see it before <laughs> you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully after this, the episode after this, we're hoping to have a green screen and a bit of video, bro. Yeah. Yeah, we get we're we're all involved. Yeah, we're hyped out of our minds. Yeah, I'm watching too much action, Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what was it called? Ancient Aliens. That's it, bro. We're gonna we're gonna go in the ancient alien Tim Four direction soon. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Stay tuned for that one. Yeah, who of the five hundred is brave? <laughs> <laughs> 
well we could even with today's subject we could even go in a little bit of ancient aliens we won't but they did but also right here's a weird concept I've been playing with go on with it well I'm pretty ancient aliens I know what you're saying yeah but these like in historical terms and like academic terms yeah technically not saying we are but when we said orators before as well we're the orators yeah we're telling the story we're yeah, also yeah. historians yeah. by accident like we're not actually like registered on our business card <laughs> but like so everyone that watches is also a publisher through what? like they're not even like donating or anything or like broadcasting but the the way the algorithms and stuff work nowadays yeah People accessing us is promoting us in its own way. Yeah. And like makes everything better for you basically in the long I run. I can see what you're saying now. So okay. like, they're kind of the publishers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I they're, see they're also historians. Oh. So you fucked up. If you're listening to this, you're now a historian. Hey, nice. And it's all your fault. That's a good thing. And the algorithm. Thank the algorithm. You got rhythm? My algorithm's dope though on Instagram, bro. Mine's pretty fucking. I think it thinks I'm Russian. Mine's just puppies, bro. I'll see. Lo- lo- I'd puppies say, and pandas oh, cool. <laughs> and monkeys I see like industrial accidents and <laughs> oh, like fuck. animal encounters <laughs> oh, I get a few animal encounters as and well and like a like world style style stuff but Russian world style nice so it's like two guys crashing a larder in the snow and <laughs> oh. they get out and have an axe battle and that is crazy <laughs> <laughs> now let's, let's really crack on with the subject this week Rob oh we're, yeah we're going to what day is it the 1st of May Ooh, 19, May Day. May Day, 1945. So Ooh. we all know what's happening around yeah, about. 1945. <laughs> we all know that year, actually. That's probably a year everyone can, like, understand. We're going with the death of Hitler's bitch. His final bottom bitch, Joseph Goebbels. Goebbels. Goebbels yes, was a working bottom bitch, though. This is the day that him... Goebbels had some mileage. He did have some mileage, bro. And he really worked hard to be Hitler's bottom bitch. Yeah. For real. And he yeah. tried for a long time. Yeah, he was like begging. He was like, he wasn't his own man. No. He was like, he yeah, just wanted real. this position. For real. He was just like, whatever you say, dude, yeah. what's the coolest thing? How can I survive? 100%. 100%, bro. And he was just, man, he was begging to be up there. He wrote, he, we literally got some quotes, and I won't use them yet. They'll come later on. But we literally got some quotes where he's like, fucking right, basically write and notice me, senpai, bro. Yeah. 100%. And some and some things you don't consider about these big events, like I'm saying, everyone knows 1945, World War Two. Yeah, it's like there was a time before that. Go on. They the National Socialists were in power before they oh, declared yeah. war. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? There was oh, a time yeah. in Germany where we report about like other politicians, like we know the Canadian president, we know the American president. Yeah, yeah. We talk about them in our news. Yeah, yeah. There must have been a time where it's like. Yeah, Hitler's taken off. Everyone loves a bit of Hitler right now. Well, what, what do you think about Hitler? Well, well when, I'm, when I'm was on he on the fence? <laughs> he was um, front cover of Time magazine, wasn't he? Oh yeah. Oh Hitler. What do you mean? Time Hit- magazine's man of the year. That's it. What was it thirty-seven, thirty-six? Uh, if it was the same year as the Olympics, it would be thirty-six. Nice. That was a good Olympics as well. <laughs> it was though. Jesse James put some, yeah, yeah, set some history in motion. Jesse James did do some dope shit, didn't they? He's quick. Boy, was he <laughs> quick. <laughs> He had to be fast for what he did. That's a damn American. You can hang your head on, boy. <laughs> I reckon he played receiver. Do you reckon at one point? Yeah, he yeah. was definitely like the forwards attacking play of the in the football game. So, death of Joseph Goebbels, right? Let's, we got to get to his death, Rob. We got to get. We got to start at the beginning. There's rather a lot going on. Yeah, all well. the way. Oh, there's quite a bit going on, Rob. 
These were expensive. So anyway, ones. we got first of May, isn't it? Oh yeah, shit! You're gonna give us some facts, bro. Give us some birthdays for the first of May. I'm not just eating up all my time giving you all shout outs. We're hitting some May first. Cool. 1707. Go on. The Act of Union in England. England is like joined with Scotland as like a on a royal level. Nice. Uh, 1807. Hundred years later, the Slave Trade Act. Go on. Abolishment of slave tradery. By Britain, right? Yeah. You're yeah. Welcome. You're welcome. Of the trend. You You're heard welcome. it. You heard it. You're welcome. You heard it first, America. What? Step your game up. Everyone. All everyone. These... Not just them, bro. Everyone. Yeah, true. Actually, everyone else. Yeah. But let's not get too hasty, because most of them were still part of the empire. Ah. Uh, so well. it's like, where? We know no slaves in England. <laughs> but right across the road, just down there, we got loads of slaves, <laughs> They Poor don't even Ireland. know who they're slaves. Poor <laughs> Ireland, from. <problem. laughs> um, 1886. Go on. The rallies held in the US. They all kicked off on the same day, demanding an eight-hour workday. Nice. Soft, didn't they? <laughs> Soft as table butter. Eight hours. Boy. I like it as a riot. As a riot, it's fucking fantastic. As a riot. But come on, you must have soft hands, boy. To only be doing eight hours. Yeah, yeah, I get you. But yeah, this all led... To the Haymarket Affair in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I know the Haymarket Which is like affair. a big, like, protesty one. Yeah. And that's why May 1st is regarded as International Workers' Day. Oi, oi. Labor Day, you might have heard it called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, May Day. Well, we have May Day for, like, two reasons. We're yeah. kind of, like, paganistic in England still. Yeah, that's so it. So they got these, like... Dance around the Maypole. Yeah, they slap sticks. They got bells on them. I yeah. don't know what's going on, but... For some reason, they're still allowed to blackface. Well, they can't... They're, they're not... They're soot-facing. Oh, okay. They're be they're like I've been dirty from working in a chimney. This is my costume. Oh, okay. Or I'm the night time. <laughs> I terrify you with my trumpet bell. <laughs> Whatever they're doing, I don't know. It's cheap on that day for some reason, and there's bands playing in all the pubs. Yeah. I just mind my business and I get along with it. I'll, I'll get what I get out of it. <laughs> but yeah, so it's May Day Maypole. Yeah. And also International Workers Day, Labor Day. There so we go. like that's so today. Look at your wardrobe, everyone. I don't know the rules, but after Labor Day, you don't, don't do wear white, white, or you wear yeah. white after Labor Day. I think this comes out a little bit, quite a bit after the first, so people should be safe. But also, right, if you've experienced one Labor Day, go on. Everything is after Labor Day. Yeah, until that's the Labor internal Day. Route. Whereas, like, how long before? Do yeah. you have to like calculate the exact middle. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like, what, what time of the morning can you feed a gremlin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's always after twelve. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Yeah, no, it's exactly that, bro. Gremlins just come crashing down around your feet, bro. <laughs> what have uh, you got for... Or is that all uh, May 1st? Or I have know, you got, got more May 1st. May 1st, cool. 1961. Fidel cool. Castro Ooh. proclaims Cuba as a socialist nation. Who said it was like, a good one? Well, it's like a good one. It's in like, ooh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's that good. I know a few Cuban chavis would tell me that's not good. That's yeah, not good at all. <laughs> no history is actually good for everyone. <laughs> But also, ooh, <laughs> know what he does? Yeah, go fucking on. says no more elections. Of course he does. That's his first thing on that on May Day. Of course he does. But birthdays we got. Go you'll on. like this one, Calamity Jane. Yeah, real life, well, fucking, like what do you call them? Uh, Frontiers woman. I was gonna do. I was gonna suggest you that we do her as an episode. Yeah, but 100%. I felt I felt like we've done a few western. Even though Pony Express has been taken down. With the Alamo as well. I think we've done a fair few westerns yet. Yeah. 
And I know we're going to be doing another Western one soon. So. Oh, yeah. Well, you want a Western one, everyone, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All of them, there you go. But, yeah, so Calamity Jane, what a beast. Yeah, she Her was Her and Sacagawea, yeah. they're, like, two of my favourite, like, female historical, like, yeah, individuals. Yeah. Some of my best characters, and they're, like, real, true, independent <laughs> women. They are what There's real, only true, like independent f- women. Is there a Sacagawea film? If there is, it's like it's not mainstream. I haven't seen a Sacagawea film. It's I haven't a bit even of seen Calamity Jane one. from like early days, though. It's like 50s, 60s shit, isn't it? It was my girlfriend who showed me that, uh, what's it, that musical. Fucking sick musical. Is it a musical, is it? Yeah. Nice. And it's a sad musical. I like a musical. bit of Oklahoma as That's well. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I only watched Oklahoma because I enjoyed Calamity Jane so much, and you go on about Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to say, bro, I prefer Calamity. Yeah, I haven't seen it properly yet. Yeah. I think I've watched it when I was like tired or drunk or something. I've seen it at the start and been like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might have been like, who's the chick that ran with Buffalo Bill Hickok? Calamity Jane. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, boy. Yeah, so it was that then. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. You might be thinking Annie Oakley. Annie Oakley, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, she was a real good hot shooter, wasn't she? Yeah, she was a real good hot shooter. Any but more anyway, birthdays? we got some sick birthdays. Go on. Tim McGraw. All no the Yellowstone way. fans out there, he's yeah. the dad in 1886. Yeah, bro. He's also one of the fucking greatest country musicians <laughs> of my young life. <laughs> Barbecue Stain, shout out, Barbecue Stain. Live Like You're Dying, big one. Nice. Little bull riding reference in that one as well. Nice. Uh, Wes Anderson. Yeah. For our film freaks, yeah. Nice, that's a good one. I don't know what they mean. I've seen more memes than I think I've seen his films. I've definitely seen his films. <laughs> yeah, you've but definitely like, seen um, his films. I see memes like, oh, if it was in a Wes Anderson film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't quite put my finger on it. You've definitely seen some exactly Wes Anderson films. I can't. Um, Grand Grand Hotel Budapest. That was quite good, actually. Yeah, I like that. That was Ah, uh, yeah. Um, what's that one where the kids played tennis? It's like Owen Wilson. Oh, I don't know that one. Or something. Um... So about a rich family. I okay. think that's his style as well. Nice. But we also got Jacob and Daniels, Sofiti, Fijian rugby players. They're twins. Nice. They play rugby league in the big leagues. Nice. Till to, to this day or old school? No, to this day. They're nice. so active. They're born in '96, bro. They're younger than us. Chavez. Active. Bro. Yeah. They got quick step. They got it all. Nice. Well, my favourite one. Go on. On this day exactly. Go on. On the day that old fucking Goebbels Joey died. Goebbels got dead. Yeah. May first, nineteen forty-five. Go on. Rita Coolidge. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Chris Christopherson's wife. She wrote for... Well, anyone that doesn't know Chris Christopherson... Get to know. Check him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, greatest poet of our lifetime, I hope speak. Get to know. Of our, like, entire generation. Parents' generation, maybe. Parents' generation. But yeah, it was his wife. Oh, okay. Uh, she wrote the tune... Your love's lifting me higher. Yeah? Yeah. Shit. She, she wrote some tunes. I can't name them all. But that's the one I know off the top of my head. Damn. Yeah, it's her birthday on the day that he died. Nice. That's good. That, that's a that's good. Uh, I like that karma. Cool little events from forty-five. If you're interested, give me some events from nineteen forty-five. I mean, well, actually forty-four. So forty-four is Normandy. Okay. So we're talking about a time period where Germany's under pressure. Oh yeah. We all know about Normandy. Yep. We were fucking giving it them love. We've all seen Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. We've all played Medal of Honor too. But did you know? There was a battleship, the last dreadnought actually, Go on. the last serving like World War One era dreadnought. Yeah, yeah. The USS Texas. Oh, nice. It's um, it's like a big fucking well dreadnought. Yeah, it's yeah. Like a, the original battleship rivets hard steel. It's a big massive, boy. big, crazy thing. Big boy, big grey boy. So the Same Nazis boy. had intelligence about it because it obviously uh, existed before 
the war sort of thing, yeah, World yeah. War One. So they knew what his capabilities were. They, knew they know about they it. They thought bro. it's pitched here. Yeah. His cannons are never going to hit us up here on the top of the beach. Yeah. Boy, were they wrong. Oh, who, who, Talk about Texas. Go on. They filled the back of the ship with water to lean, to pop a full-on wheelie. No. In it, they'd popped a wheelie in a dreadnought. No. So they had better range on their cannons and they poggered them on the shoreline there. That's fucking Pummeled wild, them. Yeah. They like, popped a wheelie on a fucking yeah. dreadnought, bruv. Yeah. And I think... It is the only floating uh, national treasure sort of thing. <sighs> it's a registered like national monument. Is it still about? Yeah. Where's it harboured? Oh, I don't know that. Oh. That's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, it's still about. <sighs> and it's like a registered monument. It's what? like the only floating one. It's like yes. unique in that respect. I fucking love that. That's a sick. Whose idea was that too? Actually, who just fucking went, yeah, actually... Yeah, fucking do it. And that's an idea, bro. That's a Captain Kirk move. Bro. Yeah, no. that's gonna pass your. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that is, bro. That is, bro. That is. I want him fucking captain in any space voyage. Yeah. Elon Musk find that guy's fucking relatives. So like, not only is the ins like they were meant to play it safe. Yeah. They're like we dropped everyone off or whatever they were yep. up to. They were like basically transporting and like fire your guns cover. if you can. Yeah. But like so that day, I don't think they had any responsibilities to fire on them. <laughs> But like he also knew, they know we're not gonna fire on them. So I'm gonna pop what a wheelie. What are you gonna leg? do? I don't know. How are we gonna get the water in there? I'll figure it out. Do you know what I mean? That dude was on his toes. Man. He was really doing his job. Oh man, what a hero! Talking of a dude on his toes. Go on. Forty-five. Go on. Uh, Audi Murphy. Who's this? He's a Texan rancher. Oh yeah. Good old boy. Nice. Well, good young boy. Go on. He's uh he sees action in Holtzfeld. Uh, this year nice. and that earned him the Medal of Honor in America nice and also the Texas Medal of Honor okay which is a double double so how old was he uh, so he tried to join the Marines and that when yeah. he was maybe about 15, 16 <laughs> so he's and they turned him down of course then he gets his sister to forge a letter yeah because he's all fired up over Pearl Harbor yeah yeah it's a classic yeah of course so he's like he's 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 living the life. Yeah, bro. Like proper Captain America shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just wants to go. He saw 9-11, bro. Pearl Harbor. He, I mean. he saw the Pearl Harbor, bro. <laughs> he saw January 6th. I mean, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's wound up. 1941, he's trying to join the army. All right. And in... So, yeah, 1945, this year, yeah. he's 19. So, in 1941, I can't do the maths quick enough. For 15, yeah, he's 15, trying to join the Marines. Yeah. And they turned him down because of his age and his weight. It's, it's too skinny. Chavvy, yeah. Okay, and that then, is Steve Rogers, bro. Yeah, he gets his sister to forge a letter about his birthday a year later, so he's 16. Damn. He makes it into the infantry. Damn. Not, uh, he makes it into the infantry and then gets selected for specialist training <laughs> at a certain fort. I can't remember all the barracks in. Yeah, America. yeah. But he goes there and gets his um, marksman badge with the rifle component. And guess where he gets his expert badge in? Go on. Bayonet. <laughs> <laughs> He's like double doubled on the. Yes, like he's bro. a medalled up chavvy. Yeah, he knows and what I he's feel doing. Like this set is course. Once he realised <laughs> for being excellent at these things, he got special badges. Yeah, I think that set him up. He's the most decorated soldier f in the American Army from World War Two. Nah, most decorated Texan of all time. He's and he's nineteen, bro. Yeah, and he's nineteen when it's all going down. And there's more shit he's doing. Go on. After all this, yeah, he goes Greece. Yeah, he goes. Mediterranean, he get, like he's all over the place. He's like smashing it out. So from like he gets medals from France, Belgium, to, like 
and all the like all the top medals. So you got the Medal of Honor for this year. Yeah. In uh Holtzfeer. Go on. And he's got the distinguished distinguished service cross. He's got two silver stars, a bronze star with the V device. So that's like a Roman five. Okay. They put that on a medal if you got it for being like top, like going above and beyond. Yeah, being brave. yeah, yeah. So you got the V on the top of his bronze star. He's Damn. got three purple hearts. Damn. He got the Legionnaire of Honor from France. Fucking hell. He up. got a Croix de Guerre with silver star. The Croix de, he got three Croix de Guerre with palms from France. So it's like France recognizing his. Accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he got a Croix Saving de Guerre with palms from Belgium as well. Damn. You got the Outstanding Civilian Service Medal and then obviously the Texas Medal of Honor, which is like a different one. There's like the Texas Legislative Yeah, well they were, their, they were their own republic, like, weren't they? They do their research, they make sure you're Texan through and through. Yeah, and this yeah. guy was a motherfucking Texas rancher, big old homesteading family. He was a real life like and after this he went into acting, did a load of westerns. Nice. He did one that was like um I can't remember what it's called Remember Us or Remember Me or something it was yeah, like a wartime yeah. one nice. but all the rest were like westerns he was oh like what a fucking there. hero bro yeah he was a real hero what an absolute G bro yeah and because of his shell shock what we'd now call PTSD yeah he slept with a loaded revolver under his pillow oh shit that's a dude isn't it <laughs> that's an interesting dude <laughs> Howdy Murphy dude. everyone Howdy Murphy of America in World War 2 and also G. 45 marks uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt getting served into what I think is his last term but it's oh, his yeah. fourth term so he ends up in history he's the longest serving ever president it's definitely four terms for this year as well it's definitely his last term Rob yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's God decided it was his last term <laughs> and then obviously there's some great battles that take place of in course. 45 because as we're saying the, the uh, allies are really moving in yeah America had joined in earlier yeah Everything's kicking off. We're yep. making movements in Europe. We're making mo- and the Soviets are fucking going the wild. The Soviets are smashing, bro. Romania, Czechoslovakia, all yep. these sorts of areas. They're moving all on that. They're halfway through Germany. Well, they're selling Germany to someone. They're, They've they're got like in... a f- communist government of Germany nearly set up. Really? Yeah, <laughs> they got uh, representatives. Well, of course, if Joseph Goebbels is popping himself, bro, they're in Berlin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally, yeah, forty five, <laughs> there is they raised the red flag above yeah. the Rush deck. That's it. Basically. That's it. But yeah, the the Battle of um Hill one seventies, this is a really cool one. Go and on. it ends up in a fucking dope story. I'm nice. not sure it's this battle that results in this cool story, but they're very related. Yeah. So it's basically uh third commando brigade. That's like all the top commando units of the UK. So this was like a f- early thing. Yeah, yeah. Just playing with the idea of these commandos that are like half intelligence, half super soldier. Yeah. And um, they've got a load of um, what well, I expect the conscripts from India. Yeah. So there's like a Punjabi regiment. The bosses. Indian regiments, and there's also all the dudes that have taught the uh, Indian dudes, the guys that are in those regiments. I that get are you. In officer roles. I get you. Top British dudes. So they're like really like high function regiment and their mission is to take over this island Britain and the Indian bosses standing that's taking it. the island so it's like the Burma conquest so if you know Burma Star that's a popular medal we just talked yeah. about medals there, it's the Burma like thing so they're taking over Burma which mm-hmm. I think is modern day is it Myanmar or Laos I don't know I bro. can't remember they keep this saying ain't no geography podcast <laughs> 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 but yeah so the island's Arakan it's in Burma yeah and um the commando unit is in basically in position. They were already there. 
and they're taking a delivery to a spot called Myai Bon. Okay. So Myai Bon is like a dock. You can land a ship there. You can get nice and close, drop a load of troops off. So dudes are just turning up. Yep. Their mission is to keep this hill secure yep. so that, because that blocks them from going to that dock and also escaping to Rangoon, like a crab Rangoon. So it stops them from escaping to there. Stops them getting dinner, bro. Significant like um, theater in uh, Burma. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So they that's their mission, and it ends up in this crazy back and forth. It's like people Rah. like um, so they turned up in secret mm. without their ships, artillery, without mm-hmm. air support. They turned up and thought we'll catch them by surprise. Went through deer hunter really through the swamp first day. Get pushed back. Have a really good next time. They get pushed, but it's back and forth. Yeah, really, yeah. like intense battles, three, four days. People drop in. Yeah, and um, yeah. So, but significantly less British soldiers and <laughs> Indian soldiers obviously die. Dope. Well, that's because at that time as well, though the Japanese used to just throw people. At, um, yeah, and and that that was like and there were officers like glory hunting. Yeah, so they do stupid shit because yeah. their daddy's great granddaddy's daddy's great granddaddy was someone special. Yeah, they yeah. go out and be like, nah, this is what we're gonna do. We charge straight down the hill at their well, machine gun. And a lot of that was because like they wanted this idea that we would kill yeah, ourselves to try and defeat yeah, you. And, like even American soldiers have been noted as saying like that was the most horrific thing about the fighting the Japanese is they just didn't care and they ran at you. So yeah, I think during this actually. Because there was a tank regiment, the armoured battalion were backing them up. Yeah. And um, the, there was Japanese engineers with what we'd call improvised explosive device. Yeah. And they'd get up and put it on the tank and then blow it up. They were like proper suicide kamikaze yep. bombers. Yeah. They were going, that it was abs- it was chaos. Yeah. And towards the later stage of this Battle of Hill 170, it's like the actual push up the hill and of the daytime is hand-to-hand oh. bayonets fucking samurai swords literally samurai swords bro. yeah karate the last fucking katana deaths ever are registered in these areas do you know what i mean Damn. like the actual registered samurais with the family swords yeah 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 taking yeah. their last lives yeah bro mostly executing u.s navy but mm. in this battle in particular and iwo jima it's yeah. all, like this is the japanese empire at the end yeah so yeah. they this year as well they'd been like we'll re- we'll surrender if you'll say that we can still keep the empire I keep yeah they took no they so took yeah, a piss with that empire no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah really didn't let them have it also this year I'll get round to it but our fucking literal son was landed on some fucking cities two sons two sons two a cities a son and his son <laughs> yes yeah, so this is a crazy battle and they're pushing the Japanese right back. Yeah. So on this island of Arakan, yeah. the Japanese are making movements now because they've really lost their spirit. That's what they say about it. Once they lose, oh. they come back the next day for a fight, the British and the Indians, yeah. and there's no one there. Fuck. They've, all, they've retreated back and Fuck. Like, in the cover of night, and they fucked it all off. So they've no, got the hill. Bruv. Everything's secure. Mission accomplished. Shit. They've lost maybe a few hundred men, but Japan have lost thousands of men. I'm surprised about in the lack retreat, of discipline, bro. Yeah. Real. Lack of discipline. For real. But all the captains are dead and they showed how stupid they was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? These posh boys are getting put in positions. That yeah, they yeah. Classic. But also, yeah. Yeah. They're pushing all the... They're moving the Japanese troops around. Yeah. The the Like, the Indians are really fucking... Because obviously India's very, like, closer than fucking Britain. Of course. All our Indian troops. The yeah. Se- the things, bro. Fucking big uncle. Fucking... Yes, bro. <laughs> the uncles. 
really putting in work. Yes, bro. They're putting a little theme in. Yeah. And then they're going to work. But, like, they're pushing all the Japanese around. So as the Japanese, this battalion in um, Arakan, yeah. they're trying to meet up with the rest of the Japanese troops. They've been, like, destroyed. And they're trying to move backwards to meet up with the rest of the dudes. Yeah. In between them is about five, six miles of uh, mangroves. Oh, shit. Swampy mangroves. Oh. If you know anything about swampy mangroves in the motherfucking eastern hemisphere, <sighs> we're talking saltwater crocodiles, bro. <laughs> Not quite as big as the Nile crocs, but exact same thing. It's a fucking crocodile. It's it doesn't a beast. Have... Yeah, bro. And around 1,000, like 900 and something Japanese die to, to fucking saltwater crocs. Fucking, they were feasting that night, yeah, bro. mate, imagine how big they got then. They, they must be... Imagine once it's all calmed down, you've got yeah. your island back in that. The boys just talk about, boy, there's sea monsters out here. I've heard that there's, like, reports of soldiers would be sitting at night listening to the just the Japanese guys fucking screaming shit. Whoa. Yeah, bro. Yeah, because it was... I think I see it on Joe Rogan, that guy, the anthropologist. Go on. That dude talks about this. Oh, event. does he? Yeah. Cause, and he's like an animal specialist, I think. So he's talking about it from like, yeah, they're just fucking ruthless. That'd be savage, bro. Like, and they would they be out at night. It's crocodiles, isn't it? Yeah, crocodiles, like, huh? Crocodiles are out at night. No, is that alligators? Yeah, no, they all are, whatever yeah. they want. They charge yeah. up during the days, they try and spend minimum energy, and then whatever comes across them, they'll eat. <sighs> it's just mad. And they make quite like movements at night. Yeah, they yeah. come out of the water or go back into the water and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And their eyes glow at night, which is unnerving. That's unnerving and scary, bro, especially if you're trying to fucking run away. Yeah. You can't see shit. Yeah, so over two days, they lost nearly a thousand men to saltwater crocs. Fucking Absolute river monsters. Someone should have given the crocs a medal. Terrible honor, lizards. Someone should have given them a medal, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Do you know what I'm saying? They got a lot of bodies that night. Yeah, they did, bro. Unarmed. Yeah. Talk about a bayonet fight. <laughs> I've got a face fight. A bit. Over a face full of dudes. bayonets. <laughs> imagine all the spinning, bro. The water must have looked uh, like fucking imagine, white water rapids. Yeah, imagine the colour of the water the next day, like Ooh. in the morning. Oh, I just smell, bro, of two yeah, minutes later. Fucking like, yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, we won. What'd you... <laughs> we don't go over there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> For a long time. Jesus fucking Christ. What a shit we show. Yeah, big year for shit shows, bro. What a shit show. So we got the um, Shannon Massacre. So okay. Shannon is kind of like spelt like Cologne. Okay. It's near Cologne in um, uh, Belgium. Who massacred so, who here? That's what you're not going to guess in a million years. All right. What was it? The bad guys? Nope. Go on. What was it then? The, the, the kind of bad guy, communist? Nope. Go on. We got Americans. Oh. Fucking executing prisoners of war in Belgium. Do you oh. know the, the Battle of the Bulge has a few significant war crimes. Yeah. But this one took place on the 1st of January 1945. Start the year off with a bang. Shit. Lined up 80 or so SS troops. Just murdered them in a field of snow. But here's the thing. Have you seen Inglorious Bastards? Nah. They did. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same, dog. They did it with machine guns. There was no oh, baseball okay. bat. There's no like dramatic speech. There wasn't Brad Pitt. No. There? Well, there was a dramatic speech. One, oh, okay. Oh, I can't remember. I think he was a st- staff sergeant. Oh, what was his name? Was he as charismatic as Brad Pitt? Nearly. He had oh, a good he had a way go, around him, bro. but yeah, that like that look, t- that good old boy. Yeah, sort yeah. Of vibe. He he wrote a letter that was basically saying like. I, walk, I watched them walk up the hill I knew exactly what was going on they're going to do this and look at us now doing exactly what we accused the Germans and the Japanese of 
Oh. And then he was like, I'll come past later. All I see is dark bodies in the snow. But they're, they're, he describes machine guns, mm. marching them up there. Yeah. It was a proper execution-style fuckery like you see yeah. throughout this era. This war was like brought out the worst but, in absolutely everyone. Uh, I mean, you know, he came forward. Uh, there was someone to be like, you know, come on, this ain't right. But one person out of the group, it's not, oh, man, I've got no excuses. Well, he's like just a witness. Yeah. He's a real primary historian he is yeah but yeah then we've got shit like um man was crazy being fired yeah was crazy bro well it's all like what the fuck how is that a settler yeah do you know what i mean yeah one-on-one me (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck and we still do it yeah i know it's fucking stupid wild so talking this fucking crazy wild shit go on it was a period of firebombing. While we talk about everyone's moving in, it's also it's also the era of desperation. Yeah, everyone's doing the maddest shit. Like yeah. we talked about with Lenin. Yeah, not Lenin. Sorry, Stalin. He's sending wave after wave of men. Yes, yeah. most of them ain't got guns. No, just crashing when course the first of bodies. Guys die. Grab the gun. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, this is an era of desperation. Complete. So They're trying to end this fucking savage, going, which is a war crime, by the way, is going on in a massive way. So. Japan is so before the nuclear weapons. Yeah, America still had access to Japan through like places like Iwo Jima. The reason they wanted to take Iwo Jima, which yeah. interestingly enough was a fuck up. Oh, complete they, fuck up! It it was not a significant island. Yeah, they were like there's like a general or I don't think he might, but he's just saying it's not a good staging base. It's not a good like um it's like useless to the navy as a fleet base. Was that Pan? No, it was like someone else quite high up in like I think the Marine Corps. Oh, okay. But he was saying like it's no use to the army, it's no use to the the um, navy because of like this geography basically. But um, it they it had two airfields, but they already had airfields up the road that they were getting radar from that they were sending ships from and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it was basically like a waste of time but it did have that famous like flag raising yeah yeah like, there are no soldiers sort of moment. but yeah it's like um, so it's like as we're saying desperation there's firebombings going along in Japan yeah and they had access to Japan at this time firebombing so Tokyo and shit they just turned up out of nowhere with the, the nuclear bombs but no but they'd actually been having like air movements all over Japan for a long time sustained firebombing taking out whole cities here's the thing, thing with firebombing Japan right bro I mean back then they were doing some pretty evil shit you got you can't I can't keep saying that though because this is war everyone's doing horrible shit but firebombing bro do you know what's wrong about firebombing Japan back then everything's fucking wood bro. everything's wood, wood and paper. paper that's fucked up bro yeah <laughs> it's like it's so fucked up because they know that <laughs> they know it that yeah they do know that and think of all the shit we lost in this era yeah bro they bombed museums they yeah. bombed fucking everyone there's some interesting stories actually like commando units will get the crown of like the jagged crown in Skyrim yeah there's yeah there's like missions like that going on nice so I think it's the crown of Hungary oh it nice it given back in like 76 that's cool there's a lot of shit went down in 76 a lot of treasure hunting no as in like to do with the war oh all really all the other shit got signed off Oh. I think it was a change of presidency of the Soviet Union. Or oh, okay, right. yeah. But yeah, like loads of shit got like sort of crammed given back and shit like that. Oh. But yeah, big fire bombing Dresden. Yeah, that's so a pretty dark about one. About a death toll of about twenty to thirty thousand people. Yeah, possibly <laughs> more. Goebbels reported it as two hundred thousand. Yeah, between two hundred <laughs> and half a million, <laughs> didn't he say? 
He's a good <laughs> spinner, bro. He's a spin doctor galore. He's the original spin doctor. He is the original spin doctor. When did you hear anything in school before Goebbels come out with the right? The media is controlling your mind, and this is how they do it. The master of propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Well, other than like um, what's his name? Bernays. <laughs> Who was Bernays for? Uh, Bernays was uh the nephew of Freud. Oh. He was interested in like psychoanalysis, and oh, he okay. went to America with his. Uh, advertising ideas. Oh, so Goebbels it ended got up women to smoke. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I know the yeah chapter. with the protest. But yeah, like, these two dudes knocking about similar sort of eras. Yeah, doing the advertising thing. Yeah. If if that's what you're thinking, if you're talking about advertising, that's what Goebbels was up to. Hundred percent. I'm not saying if, like, I'm not saying he's good at it. No. <laughs> he's, he, was, well, he was good at it, but he didn't do good with it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Use your power for good, brother. It, Goebbels was <laughs> make women smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's also talking wild. Two hundred thousand motherfuckers died at Dresden. Yeah, he's talking. I don't think there was two hundred thousand people in Dresden. No, not at all. Also considering. It was mostly civilians and prisoners of war. That's the so bad thing. So you don't count it? the Americans that they <laughs> killed by accident, but um, the um, they didn't hit the industrial area. Yeah. There was like a big industrial area that made weapons, and mm. they didn't even hit that. And they didn't hit any bridges. There wasn't any significant like military advance from this. Yeah. They just absolutely destroyed nine ninety percent of the inner like the city so center. all these all these war crimes you're reporting for nineteen forty five, right? Have you got any more war crimes from nineteen forty five? Well this sort of shit was happening in Fortsheim, Wurzburg, yeah. Japan obviously. Yeah, yeah. They, they, we got these executions going on. Yeah. When people were turning up and finding the concentration camps, obviously they're outraged. Yeah, of course. They murdered all the SS officers. Yeah, yeah. Which is well, another war the crime. It's like everyone's doing war crimes. Obviously, we know all about the German war crimes. Of course. There's lots of them. There's lots of them. There's a little bit of chemical warfare still going on. Yeah. It's all fucked up Now, shit here's though. the thing. All these war crimes from the Allies in the year 1945, is it a war crime or is it called winning the motherfucking war? Well, <laughs> <laughs> two wrongs don't make a right, okay? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's called motherfucking winning. Oh, the Goya was sank by the Soviets. Fuck them. It was like transporting prisoners and civilians, and that's it not did nice have one. army. Ma- it did have like soldiers on it. Of course it did. They need guards. But it's fucking two pretty cool abbreviations that were founded in 1945. Go on. JCB. Wee! No way. You know what his country needs right now, brother? <laughs> it needs a big old J on it. <laughs> so at the end of the war, someone invented the JCB, cuz. Yeah, so JCB, the company, was founded. I don't yes, know how bro. they got started. I'm hoping it, they went straight for the J. Big old front scoop. <laughs> back, like, back home. Well, it's got to be that it was military equipment. Yeah, because they still do provide the British military. With there the you go. Because they make the best shit. There you go. Sponsor me. I'll wear your boots. I use your drill bits, everything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, pretty good. But guess where the UN was founded? Well, the UN would be founded this year as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Guess where? Where? San Francisco. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> yeah, it's fruity enough. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 1945, right? 
nicely put up. Yeah, that's pretty much it for 1945, other yeah. than the obvious. Well, the obvious. All sorts of like death marches. Yeah. Crazy fucking extreme battles. I yep. have highlighted some of the good ones. Some fucking hero killed Adolf Hitler as well. So there's yeah, that. go on. <laughs> Let's all raise a glass to whoever killed Adolf Hitler and Goebbels. <laughs> Let's get on to Goebbels, bro. 29th of October, 1897, in Wright, Germany. Chavi's born. 1897. That's There's, cool, isn't it? 1897, yeah. man. He was born in the 19th century. Do you know what I mean? I always dig that. That's pretty cool. He was alive at the same time. So that's times. what we're going to be like when we're fucking like bopping about dead. Yeah, it's true. But the 20th century doesn't have, uh, the 21st century doesn't have the magic of the 20th century. Yeah, but we're born in the 20th century. Yeah, it's true. Remember, we talk about our side, talk about Goebbels. Wouldn't no, that be nice? We're <laughs> <laughs> we were born in the 21st. It's always at one year, one ahead. Yeah, 19, 20. Yeah, shit, my bad. <laughs> God, <laughs> even had two, bro. <laughs> I'm retarded. So yeah, he's born in Wright in Germany, industrial town, southeast of Dusseldorf, and Dusseldorf's like East Germany. Yeah, Dusseldorf's quite a big city as well. It's yeah. like an industrial area. Yeah, that's it. Canals. So not too far from there. Uh, he's born into a lower middle class family, so he's not like rich, he's not poor. He's not balling, but he's like... He's doing all right, he's comfy. Yeah, he fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah, he wearing rags. No, that's it. He ain't no son of a whore like Stalin. <laughs> For what? We did an episode on Stalin. <laughs> Stalin was a son Dude, of a whore. Like, take it, Stalin. <laughs> I remember he was dead, so I was like, oh. <laughs> Good though. <laughs> whore son. <laughs> He's born into a Roman Catholic family. Yeah, that's yeah. another thing. Didn't the National Socialist of the Party of the Working Germans not like? No, they didn't like fucking Roman Catholics. They no, got no. rid of them at one point. No. So... Which is funny because, uh, again, it all come up, Joe. It look, all comes it, up. It all comes up, bro. So his uh, father was a factory clerk and his mother, Katerina Maria, she was actually Dutch. Which is quite bad for what he did to the Dutch. Yeah, and also I think Canadians fucked up the Dutch at this point. Really? Accident, yeah. Oh, really? What, 1897? Oh, no. No, that's at this moment right now. That's why I'm still locked in on the intros, oh, which course. took about eight hours. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So he's got five <laughs> siblings at this point, two brothers, a sister. He's the youngest of the boys, and he's got a sister older and two younger sisters. Not that there's any relevance, but I just thought so he'd like to So he's not even know. like the special one. He ain't the baby. Nothing. Nah. He's just right there in the middle. With he's him. the youngest boy. So he had a club foot. Yes, I'm getting <laughs> to that, bruv. I'm getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> So, from a young age, bruv, not only did he have his club foot, like you said, he was... Who is a club foot? He's fully cripped up. He's got yeah. the crip walk down from a young age. Yeah, like, but he might have been one of the OG pimps. <laughs> he was truly putting the pop. So, we'll... Pop. Well, not only that, bruv, he had really bad respiratory issues. He'd get ill oh, really easy. Asthmatic, is he? Yeah, he's an asthmatic, Never trust bruv. an asthmatic. He's an asthmatic with a club foot. Talk about a bullying. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's, uh... He's definitely working at the carnival, you know? Didn't he want to be like a poet and all that? He tried all sorts for that, right? So his whole life, um, what happened was as well, when with his club foot, it was pretty bad. Just before he started grammar school, he got an operation to sort of get it fixed. But this being Didn't when take. it was, it fucked it up and made it worse. Oh, no. And from then onwards, for the rest of his life, he had to wear a metal brace constantly on his leg. And then magic legs. And, uh, and Mama a... said I got magic <laughs> legs. Just like Charles. <laughs> and a big old special shoe. Oh, yeah. I bet he had some wedge and It was <laughs> like, what I, I like the foot. I think I watched a whole 
late night history channel documentary about the former East. Oh, yeah. I think Hitler had Froelich's disease. Yeah. And that wasn't his real last name and all sorts of shit. <laughs> but yeah, I think he had a short leg and it was, it, the foot was wide and short. And then his long leg, <laughs> his normal length leg, maybe, yeah. if he, like, you ain't got two legs, you don't know what normal is. This is long <laughs> leg, I expect. And then he's, he's got a thinner foot on that one as well. So, and then I have seen pictures of it. It's, it's not bad. So he's like, he, he didn't have no balance. Yeah. It's, he it's, must have been stilted up, bro. His, his big foot was like pointed way out to the side and shit. Like, uh, what car did Gables drive? Probably a Merc, bro. Probably a Merc or a Volkswagen. I reckon six-wheeler. <laughs> the six-wheel drop top, bro. So, for the rest of his life, he ended up walking with a limp because of all that cripping. And in 1917, he began studying literature and philosophy at the University of Bonds. Bonds. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like a little student, Chavy. Literature and philosophy, he's definitely a little... He'd be in the cafes with even the, uh, with old Stalin, really. Yeah, and... Where is it? Not Venice. The one in Austria, maybe. What is it called? Well, the Sounds thing like with Venice, but everyone was there at that time, innit? The thing with Germany at this time as well wasn't really about the cafes like the socialists were. They were all about the beer halls, weren't they? Yeah. Dan the pub boy. So his parents, he ended up doing really well, really, really well in school. His parents actually wanted him to be a priest. And oh, he, yeah, because he was going to go for the faith, wasn't he? That's it. And he considered it. He did consider it. But there is one thing, bro, that he loved more than Jesus Christ. Yeah, because... Go on. Bitches. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. why I had the six-wheeler drop-top Mercedes with double <laughs> emblems. Exactly that, bro. He he loved, loved pussy, bro. He was the... That's what I was saying about the pimp walk. Yeah. So, I mean, he might have that big foot, but it, it had style. He's got a long step, short step, lean. Some long histori- step, short step, lean. Some historians speculate he was such a hound dog for the pussy. Because he was trying to compensate for the whole crit walk. Yeah. He was really Weinstein in it up. Yeah, not even yet. Not yet. He ain't got the power of Weinstein yet. No, but I mean, like, that's what it was. He'd go for, like, positions of power. He'd have money. Yeah. And the first thing he'd do is be like, what type of bitch would be impressed well, by this shit? Not, not, not back then. Stalin's mum. <laughs> back then when he was young, he was like, he was a bit of, like, the clinger, bro. Because he followed one piece of tail from a uni into a fucking finishing school and everything. Did he ever finish with her or what? Well, here's the thing. He must did have... Did he ever get in her finishing school? He probably did, because in 1920, she breaks up with him, and he went, like, full emo, bro. He starts, like, contemplating suicide, saying he's going to kill himself. On one of these fucking history channels, what was it? He he was trying to write letters to his mate's mum or something. Yeah. His mate's mum was hot and that was his <laughs> like, that's what got him into the bitches. Yeah. And it's always, if you're a true pimp, it's always an older woman. <laughs> she puts you on in pimp terminology and he was like obsessed with her but it was an unrequited love and he got all into this emo shit again. In so no- he's writing her poems. In 1921, he begins writing his biography. <laughs> what are you done? He's only 24, bro. Yeah, exactly. Who you know the what I'm fuck saying? are you talking to? In it. It's fucking what ridiculous. fucking Momo. This is one of the reasons. I, as soon as I read this, I was like, this guy's a fuck. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was probably going to think he was a bellend anyway, knowing who he is. Yeah. But <laughs> after done, reading man? that, bro, I'm 24, you're writing your autobiography. Oh, pickled cabbage again. <laughs> uh, my mum's out of order. <laughs> Cried over my mate's mum because she wouldn't let me see her titties. I don't know what it's like. <laughs> 
So it's fucking ridiculous. It ends up, here's the worst part. Dude thinks, dude, dude thinks he's fucking Tolkien, bruv. He releases, he tries, writes it as a three-parter. He's Tolkien shit, bruv. <laughs> but only of the original draft, only like the first and the third part still exist today. Nice. But this is was his personal writing. The second bit must have been rude, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, the second bit, I'll get it later on, it picks up, because he just write, starts writing it. doesn't get published, doesn't go anywhere. And he actually, in 1921, after starting this, he uh, earns a PhD after writing a thesis about Wilhelm von Schultz, a romantic dramatist. Yeah, because didn't he study languages or something? Literature and philosophy. Ah, uh, literature. Yeah. Is it philosophy or theo- philology? Philosophy. Oh. Yeah. What a loser. <laughs> Isn't it? And then you're writing your PhD on a romantic dramaticist. Isn't it? Fuck this Come guy, bruv. You ain't what, no Marcus Aurelius, brother. What sort of liberal arts degree is this, bruv? What fucking coffee shop degree is this, Do you know bro? what I mean? Fuck this guy, bruv. Shout out all my homies in coffee shops. <laughs> I'm back on the Bud Lights. 3 95 for B&M. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so, he actually... Here's another thing, which is very anti-Gobles, bruv. So, while he was in school, he actually sought out a particular Jewish scholar to be his instructor. Well, they are clever. <laughs> if you trust what the Jews say. <laughs> or the Nazis, for that matter. So, they, they kind of called them clever, really, didn't they? <laughs> They're doing everything. So, They're magic. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe at this point, he doesn't mind a Jew. Maybe he's all right with the, the, the little hats. But that's the power of them. <laughs> Have you even read the book? So he returns They make home. you think they're all right. You think they're just like everyone else. And then, boom, all of a sudden, you, your son's learning from them at the school and bettering himself. <laughs> you probably sound like exactly like Goebbels' dad, to be fair, bro. He had like a, a stable upbringing, though, innit? His yeah. parents were together, all that. Yeah, yeah. Hitler's dad was mental, apparently. Oh, really? Well, you'd never know. No, you know. <laughs> History's written by the Victor. <laughs> they all say so, his paintings are shit as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stalin was a better poet than Hitler was a painter. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what the fuck is Stalin's poem sell for nowadays? Yeah, it's true. Jan Cool. Everyone wants a bit of Hitler's painting. <laughs> <laughs> but don't they, do they reckon they investigate the dudes that buy his paintings? Oh, 100%, <laughs> like he, bro. He's on some website. I reckon stuff. if you print out an A3 copy of his paintings, you get fucking hate, bro. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you reckon, do you know Nazi Segalia and shit like that, Regalia, whatever, is banned in Germany? Yeah. Do you reckon you can order printing out of that German Shepherd dog he did, of that painting? <laughs> Maybe. Because it's not... I don't know. What the no, laws are no, I wouldn't bother. I was, <laughs> talking of which, right, I, had, well, I was a bit of a sweaty growing up, grunger. <laughs> I had a, like a beanie cap that looked just like a skull. Yeah. And like, it's nothing. That yeah. was it. It was like a black hat with like everything else was skull coloured and looked like a bit of a skull. Yeah. It yeah. was like it was knitted. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a printed skull Look, or bro, anything. This was it the was ar- like innocent. This was the early noughties. You were carrying a skateboard too. You yeah, were listening to exactly. Limp Biscuit and everything was Jinko cool. Jinko jeans, yeah. Game Boy. No, yeah. I mean, I was living the life. Yeah. But my mum wouldn't let me take it to Austria. I wasn't even going to Germany. I was going to Austria for a ski trip. I needed, that was my best hat. It had yeah, of course, lining. It was the fucking bollocks. Yeah, it had a skull on it. Yeah, she wouldn't let me take it because she thought it was like SS Symbology. She was oh, like, that careful. So how come she was letting you just rock around in SS Symbology back in England, though? <laughs> 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 
Look, you can't you can't she cosplay knows all the fucking boys around here. <laughs> you I'm can't showing out for the for the hood. <laughs> you can't cosplay as a Nazi in Austria, but you can cosplay as a Nazi in England. That's it. <laughs> That's the old Prince Harry way. <laughs> yeah, just like our royals. <laughs> Makes you proud. So he ends up returning home after getting his PhD, and uh, he becomes a. That's p- mad as well, isn't it? What's that? Middle class upbringing. Yeah. Nothing special. No. Goes and gets his fucking PhD, bro. Likes a bit of pussy. Dr. Goebbels. Dr. Goebbels. Dr. Gobbles, In bro. Because the man of BJ's, my man was like. <laughs> he had BJ after his name as well. Dr. Goebbels, PhD, MD, FSC, BJ69, BJ69. But like. Oh, 20. Yeah, so he becomes a private tutor as well, which is a pretty fucking typical job of that as well. So people would pay him to do little squeaky farts. <laughs> <laughs> He also finds work as a journalist for his local paper. Yeah, because he's like trying to be a writer at this period. Exactly that. He's applying everywhere. He just wants to be a little soft boy poet. Now, in in his articles, in in his articles, strikes me as a socialist. uh, In his articles at the time, he's sort of just shitting on modern culture, little bit of anti-Semitic stuff, but nothing too like no eradicate no no mention of the word eradicate you know what I mean yeah he wasn't going full Dalek just yet summer 1922 don't you think their hats are funny that's where it starts (laughs) don't talk about their fucking hats either well we can't he definitely can't have been too anti-Semitic at this point because summer in 1922 he's dead that Jewish teacher well summer 1922 he begins an affair with a married school teacher who happens to be Jewish yeah, but they got their milk. It's in Ben Shapiro's sister, bruv. <laughs> Can't help yourself. Makes you one of six-wheel drop-top, bruv. Just cruise past them. She actually reveals to him that she's Jewish as well. But do you know what he's quoted as saying, written, writing in his diary? He said, well, she was either that or an eagle. <laughs> he says, the enchantment was ruined. Yeah? Yeah. Uh. I remember him actually saying that he's enchanted by Hitler. <laughs> so I met him and I looked in his eyes and I was in heaven. We'll get to that, bro. We'll get to that. So, he's here's the thing. He but can... a, a bird with big milkers doesn't enchant him. <laughs> but a scrawny man who also had some of his own disabilities, according to History Channel. <laughs> he uh, he actually continues this relationship with her. Because it's an affair. He's not like... Yeah, he would, wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? And he does until 1927. It's called Hotline Bling. So That's what all the young kids are calling it. You call her on the hotline bling. So, like, on him, for the next thing. few years and the next few facts I'm reading, keep in mind that he's fucking a Jewish chick this whole time. Yeah. You ready? So Sticking it to the... Sticking it to him. <laughs> That'll show him. Quite literally, bro. Quite literally. In 1923, he uh, begins to write a diary every day to quell his interest for writing. Um because he couldn't get any books, any of his books published. So he's like, yeah. I still need to write. So yeah, he's like, I need to fix this one. I need to <laughs> maybe even start a new one. He's just getting out. He writes two plays, and they go unsold as well. And he has to take a job as a bank clerk, which he fucking hates. Working for who? Well, well. Is this where it all started, <laughs> is it? He starts reading like mad, like fucking loads of shit. But he's a... His re- bird's dead. It's- oh, that's a story. And then she breaks up with him. He fucking starts talking to <laughs> him at work. It's so, a Goebbels story, but let's tell it. He starts let's reading. Give some license. <laughs> <laughs> he starts reading loads, right? But here's the thing: he's reading like not just far right Check stuff. Books. He's right. <laughs> he's reading like far right stuff and far left stuff. So he's yeah, giving because like 
it was all fu- it was all up in the air. Yeah. Like after World War One, the yeah. communists were sort of like staking their claim. There They've was like got communist parties in America, yep. UK, everywhere. Yep. There's like. It probably every, didn't help. People would go in them extreme directions, like in Italy, the fascist. Well, it probably didn't help that he's reading extreme shit on both sides. Probably doesn't <laughs> help that if you tell the boys that we're just like the Romans. <laughs> I mean, you start going mental. Everyone starts going mental. You're just like the Romans. <laughs> you not seen the tortoise shell cuss? Yeah. Fucking genius. We'll make a phalanx against income tax. I could fire up everyone. I could get a hundred men around me within like the hour. So February 1924, bro. Hitler is put on trial for treason after the fateful Beer Hall Putsch. Do you know about that? Yeah, it's a Go big on. piss up the web. Mental. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you been turned out of a pub, right, and the police are already there? No one's let you know. You're not getting kicked out, and you get turned out of the pub, and the police are already like that, and it fucking kicks right off. This I, really kicked off. It yeah. kicked off, I'm pretty sure, with the words, this is where the German revolution begins. Yeah. <laughs> so sick of your shit so he gets nicked for that up. he gets nicked for that and he's sentenced to five years but he's out within a year yeah and because this... you can't do that to a war hero oh exactly that's what I mean so that's worth mentioning as well actually about Goebbels I didn't write this in my note he tried getting into the army during World he's War too I he's scrawny and he got a club foot what are you going to fucking do they didn't let him in because of his club foot bro fucking what are you, you ain't going to even do it the last year of the war he managed to get an office job in his hometown but he got a uniform out of that so he used to get a kick out of it and this he's is not that Shane Gillis technically is a veteran <laughs> yeah they were yeah. still at war and he was like get quick come on come on I'm going to yeah. do paperwork that's it, exactly that, bro. What a rat bag. And he even, apparently, when Chavis would be standing around swapping old war stories, he'd try to get involved when he was just fucking club-footed in a fucking green shirt because they felt bad for him. It was fucking, what do you call it, Walter Mitty. Yeah, bro. He was trying to learn stories that he could tell on Remembrance Day in that's the wrong it, uniform. But anyway, back to, back to Hitler, like, getting in this jail problem. This yeah. whole thing actually ends up putting Hitler on a platform. And this... Goebbels is like, my bird's dad's a lawyer. <laughs> I'll sort you out. This is the platform... <laughs> that Goebbels sees Hitler on. So this is his first taste of Hitler, bro. Oh, uh, right. No, so he sees no him like, I am a political prisoner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so in late... That would sound like Donald Duck as well. <laughs> yeah. So late 1924... <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> late 1924, Goebbels officially joins the Nazi party. The... Uh, National Socialist That's Party it. of the German Worker. Is that what you mean? That's who I mean. There's no such word as Nazi. If you're going to be a historian <laughs> with me and my 500 mates, you've got to start being impartial. <laughs> Nazis are slur. 10th of September, 1925. He becomes editor of a bi-weekly newsletter, The National Socialist Brief. Ooh. Isn't it? Men in briefs. <laughs> and National Socialist News. <laughs> So at this path, it's worth mentioning as well. Goebbels and Hitler are either are at either ends of Nazism. Because if you think about right, the definition, Go national yeah. socialist. Yeah. Then what the fuck is the Soviet Union? Yeah. I know, I know, Do you know what I mean? Exactly they're a nation. Yeah. They're insular. They've yeah. got North Korea. And they're completely socialist. They're Marxist, socialist, Leninist. So here's the thing, right? Goebbels and this geezer called Stresser. Stresser was the leader of the Northern Nazis. And Goebbels was under him. And they were very socialist. And that's where Goebbels learned to be so uh, organised. Because oh, his really? manager oh. was a stressor, bro. He was <laughs> stressing <laughs> us. 
and then you had you had the southern Nazis under him, uh, under them because they're in the north. No, but then you had the southern Nazis as well, and that was Hitler and the boys. And they're yeah. So they're, the do you know what the, the do you know what the southern Nazis main trope was? The SA. Just anti-Semitism. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah it, it was all, like fucking yeah. basically racketeering. Yeah. We're going to smash your shop up until you fucking denounce Judaism or whatever the fuck it is or leave Germany, I don't know. That's it. we got uniforms, we're fired up. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt like that this week. I've got a new job and I've jumped on this new firm. Yeah. They give me fucking loads of t-shirts, fleeces, hats and that. You went out like I'm a new firm fucking, trooper. What's its name? Uh, Ephelitites or whatever from <laughs> What do you want? <laughs> Uniform. <laughs> Most deranged, weird, cousin shagging, deformed fuck can make it in the essay. Don't worry about it, boys. So in 1926, bro. But yeah, I, I, before that tangent, what we were saying was the southern Nazis were all like that. Yeah, yeah. They wanted sure. the uniform. Yep. Fucking weirdos. And the northern Nazis were about the fucking newspapers, the pamphlets. That's it. Actually trying to make politics. A- actually happen. doing politics, yeah. not just doing fucking Probably hate tickets. But kind of, they were fucking socialists as fuck. So fuck them. They know were real kind of like, <laughs> like really left leaning, bro. Yeah, real bad. Like says me drinking a Bud Light, you know what I mean? <laughs> so 1926, Stresser, leader of the northern Nazis, actually begins to write a revision of Hitler's manifesto. Whoa. I can expect that he takes that as rude. <laughs> Excuse me, that's rude. I've got a gang of thugs. <laughs> yeah, so Hitler doesn't take that too well, bro. Yeah, I know. Before you know it, everyone's wearing khaki. <laughs> everyone's gathered around your house in little short sleeve shirts. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Did you know, though, at this time, so Go before on. it was like official wartime, yeah. and fully crazy nationalists, yeah. the SA were packing American guns. I wouldn't be surprised. I can't remember the maker. Well, I don't think I've ever known it, to be fair. But they I weren't carrying fact. fucking Groovers. Lugers. Lugers. Groovers. Groovers, like a video game name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's just to avoid, like, trademark. <laughs> Look, I know my guns if they're in Red Dead. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure they car- they're definitely carrying American-made guns. Oh, it says really? made in America right on them. Oh, shit. Get some. <laughs> well, at this point, um, even before the Allies join, uh, they joined the Allies... Allies, not allied. Well, you can say both. Before they joined them, I'm sure they were just selling arms on both sides. Yeah. thousand percent. Well, also, there's a, like I'm saying, everyone had their own little communists, their own little Nazis popping yeah, up everywhere yeah, in their country. Of course. Britain, America, Canada, everything. Who was the name of our Chavi? He was in Peaky Blinders for a season. There was a fucking socialite, Oswald. actually, that sucked maybe Hitler's dick. She was like... You talk like, about that too, who was the king and then abdicated so he could marry the Nazi No, bitch. Charles I wasn't alive at this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a chick and she was like a socialite and she had like Lord sort of style family. Yeah, She's yeah. like the lady of whatever the fuck. And um, she was just obsessed with Hitler, went across there, started socialising, getting all Damn. fucking anti-Semitic going wild. Damn. And she ended up probably sucking him off. No doubt. Her name was like, uh, it was like a word. It was like a verb. Her name was like fucking, ah. Uh, like them constant stars names. I get you. Like I get one of you. them names. She's got one so of them. We'll, we'll move on from there, bro. Hitler starts pissed about this rewriting of the manifesto. He but you know, those are the people that are buying the weapons is what I meant. Yeah, for sure. So it wasn't like, there was no strict, it wasn't war yet. No, 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 not at all. This is just... But they're not even in power there. Right now, the Nazis are still... It's fuck it. It's the, we're early days Nazis, It's bro. their Rocky Four fucking... This they're is charging the, up. Bro, this, they ain't even got the band together yet. Isn't it? Do you know what I mean? 
there's like things that like we know about it right in the film they'd be going through the montage yeah nodding at each other like i've got a bunch of rocket scientists why are you wasting money we need a printing press and we need it no it's going to help us out later bruv i know a geezer who works for the gas company <laughs> Nazis and all the party leaders from up there. I said, what the fuck are you doing? Besmirching my name. Exactly that, bro. He starts bashing them and he says his, his exact words are like, I don't want... No, when was exact. the last time you smashed a shop window? To You're <laughs> not real Nazis like us. To paraphrase, bro, he said he doesn't want no Bolshevik shit in Germany. Yeah. Yeah, so I remember that. Like, I, I, I don't like to let on, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you right. mean. But yeah, they they just went and said to him like, "What are you, fucking little Russian, are you? Yeah, little Jew boy. Yeah, what that's are you exactly doing it." Goebbels? He's like, "No, no, no." So the next line, I mean, no, uh, his right. character, he just wants to fit in. He starts calling like just the Russian Rev- uh, Russian Revolution Jewish in that meeting as well. Well, I don't know much about that, enough to know if Lenin was Jewish. Well, I know from certain uh, stormtrooper forums. <laughs> <laughs> The, the Bolsheviks were, I think, a um, like an ethnically Jewish. Oh, really? Culture, yeah. Was Lenin? Nah. L- well, actually, no. He can't. Well, he's atheist. I don't know if he was um, ethnically. I don't know. Anyway, let's get back to Goebbels. Goebbels is actually horrified by all this, bro. This meeting. Yeah, he's like, I've been, I've done it wrong. He writes, no, no. It's just like when I worked at the bakery. He's he ends like, up, he ends up writing in his, his diary. In his diary, he writes, "I am no longer." I no longer fully believe in Adolf Hitler. What? Yeah. From Hitler's perspective, how dare you? But then what happens? He reads Mein Kampf. All right. <laughs> I've got a story about Mein Kampf. Go on. Hitler's so bad at spelling. Yeah. He wanted to call it like my struggle against tyranny and oppression and doing all this. Yeah. And the, uh, and the, the publisher was like, nah, let's just call it my... Struggle. <laughs> Hitler signed his name at two T's once. No. <laughs> he was shit. <laughs> to be fair, though, I probably spelt Goebbels with two L's like a thousand times in my notes. We call him Joey Gobbler because, fuck me, he's munching up the bitches. Well, here's the thing. He's about to start munching up Hitler's cock, bruv. Because after reading Mein Kampf, <laughs> <laughs> after reading Mein Kampf, he, that book must have been pretty persuasive against Jews. I've never read it. I don't know, bruv. But, um... He ends up, t- um, Goebbels ends up publishing a pamphlet titled Nazi Sozzi, describing how the Nazi party are different from the Socialist Party. Yeah. So he's just trying to explain how we're different to Marxism. No, it's completely different from what the Soviet Union are doing. That's it. And this this peaks up Hitler's interest again, bro. And he, he wants to win Goebbels over. He wants a bit of that Goebbels gobble, bro. <laughs> he and wants he, a Joey Gobbles. He wants a Joey Gobbles, Rob. So he invites him and some other northern boys over for a little party. And uh, Goebbels and two other lads end up going to Hitler's personal yard. And Goebbels is like flustered. So he didn't even have like fortresses in the hillside at this time. It was no, just, he's just like got his a own house. little fucking humble house. Yeah, just his own humble house. But here's what like got Goebbels' dick real hard, right? Is Hitler sent his personal car to pick him up at the train station. The six-wheel drop top <laughs> class <laughs> And Goebbels, Goebbels is like flattered as fuck from all this, right? And uh, 
he loves meat, loves the meeting, and he starts writing real, real gay stuff about Hitler and his diary. Just starts loving Hitler. Yeah, like I'm about to pull up some quotes. So Goebbels, right at this point, <laughs> he's been a fucking little philosophy major in bitch coffee shop working. Yeah, hated working at the bank. Yeah, screwing Judem. Yeah, and all of a sudden, Hitler's like, "You're a failure." You're a Bolshevist. He's like, I'm not. And at this and point, as soon as he sees him next time, he's like, oh, I love you. Yeah, that's nah. it. After reading his book and shit. And keep in mind as well, the year of this is happening, Rob. The year this is happening is 1926. So he's still banging that Jewish broad. Oi, go on, Goebbels. <laughs> <laughs> he's a snaky chubby. Isn't he a snaky he chubby? He's the best Nazi. <laughs> like, isn't it, that's what you expect out of a Nazi top brass. He's a fucking dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be a bad guy if he's a Nazi, isn't he? Isn't it? You know he's I mean, bad bro? everywhere. Yeah. The Nazis think he's good and that's a bad thing. And then you think he's bad when he's on his good time. He's a cunt, bro. <laughs> but also, like, double shame on that Jewish broad. This yeah, dude's high up sure. in the Nazi party. You're going to know he's high up in the Nazi party. You're Jewish and you're married and you're still banging Goebbels. The and Goebbels he's got goblin. like a fucking little gimpy leg. He's, he's literally like Goebbels. Yeah. He's like fucking ridiculous. He's Goebbels the goblin. Double shame on this broad. And have you seen his face? He's a proper like reptilian. Oh yeah, bro. I, I really badly need to wait for him. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> you might have noticed for me. <laughs> not what we're going to do is, bro. We'll go piss, piss break, and when we come back, I'll tell you the gay shit Goebbels wrote about Hitler. Yeah, so and this his diary. is on the background, and then all of a sudden, Goebbels is a Hitler fanboy. He's like, yeah. I no longer trust Ger- Hitler. Oh, I, I'm thinking about socialism. I'm a bit of a Bolshevist. Then he reads my Hitler camp. turns up and makes him a bitch. <laughs> you thought you was a pimp, Goebbels. You just got pimped on. Ooh. You're broken, you bomb bitch. Nice. <laughs> there we go, bro. So, where we left off last time. Hitler, giving Goebbels and the Northern Nazis a he bit gave of shit. He the business. He told so him, what I are you doing up north, you city boys? Don't want none of that Bolshevik, none of that Jewish stuff going on in my neighbourhood. You know what I mean? Keep it out of the party. Sharing ain't caring. <laughs> <laughs> Goebbels, crybaby Goebbels. <laughs> Joey crybaby Goebbels out here. Oof. Goes home and Whatever says... Whatever you say, Mr. Adolf. Well, no, at this point, brother, he's like, oh, I don't love Hitler until he reads Mein Kampf. Yeah, well, it must have been a good book. Yeah, well... Changed his mind pretty quick because so good, I'm literally not allowed to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like heroin. <laughs> After that, he uh, writes a little thing trying to impress Hitler a little bit. He like writes his thing trying to say that we are different from the Marxists. Hitler likes this, invites him to a party. And Goebbels starts really loving Hitler after this party, bro. I reckon he definitely gave him the gobble, bro. Yeah. So this is what Goebbels had to say about Hitler and his diary. I love him. He has thought through everything. Such a sparkling mind can be my leader. I bow to the greater one, the political genius. Adolf Hitler, I love you because you are both great and simple at the same time. What one calls a genius. That's pretty good. Have you ever heard anything that Hitler said about Goebbels? No. <laughs> he like he rips him really. He's like, he says, "Ah, oh, he's great at all this. He's a real fucking wizard on the old like propaganda face. and that." Yeah, he's a giant in a midget freak's body. <laughs> like he like rips <laughs> him. <laughs> oh, bro. But yeah, but Goebbels is clearly his nose is completely brown with Hitler's shit. Oh, completely after that, bro. So, he's nine, in awe of him. In in awe, bro. 
He took the gobble gobble. He's bro. an whore for him. <laughs> Hitler is turning him out now, bro. He's done turning trick and turning yeah. hose out yeah, himself. Yeah, he thought his pimp was big pimp game. That's it, bro. No, the fuck it ain't. So it's still 1926, right? And it's turning out to be a good year for Goebbels because he gets invited to open for Hitler, bro. It's <laughs> a warmer back for Hitler. Yeah, bro. He comes up, he's like, well, guys, I think it'd be cool if no one was rude about people with short legs anymore. <laughs> anyway, here's our governor. So for like party meetings from there onwards for a little while in Munich and at the annual party congress in Weimar, he's opening for Hitler, cuz. Yo, he's an opener. Yeah, bro. Well, he's like the head of the fucking... He was... He must, like... He he's was not trying hard at being a writer. He's, yeah, so he, he was. must have had sank about him. He definitely had a fucking good ten minutes. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he had a <laughs> tight ten. August 1926, is offered the position of Gulter for Berlin. Basically, like, the unelected MP for Berlin. Yeah. Like the Lord Mayor. Yeah. Well, it's not even a position yet, because the Nazis aren't in any power at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a lot of that going on. They so it's like, just... Which was, like, pretty fucking forward-thinking. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? They were putting, like, yeah, you're the Berlin boy. You're the fucking Nuremberg, Chevy. Well, he doesn't... He doesn't you're ex- the guy that's concerned with invading Poland. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> we haven't even got an arm. Well, wait, you'll see. <laughs> this is why we've got a rocket scientist on board. <laughs> Don't give away the full plan yet. <laughs> so he ends up accepting. So he, he gets offered it in August, but he doesn't accept until October. And with this, he's given control of the whole of Berlin's SS and SA troops. So SS was a thing by now? Yeah. The SA were fucking lame in comparison, bro. Oh, way lamer in comparison. How many fucking Alps you climbed, boy? (laughs) None. You fucking... How many... And then the the SA guy goes back to the SS guy. How many shop windows you put through, (laughs) bro? (laughs) So he starts using, at this point, though, he starts using, like, recent developments from the industry of advertising in his propaganda. So I'd need to check the dates, but it's like, it's the same shit I was on about earlier, Exactly, isn't it? exactly. The shit. That's it. America's got bitches smoking. What the fuck we got bitches doing? Well, he... Mine top. Make a, make a whole meal in one pot. <laughs> and I'm gonna come round on a Wednesday and check. That's probably that. <laughs> that was a real thing, I think. He's, uh, at this as well, he, uh, using these new tactics, he starts making like catchy slogans and subliminal cuts I and remember like, learning his main thing was like he had big bold letters yeah. on a red background. Yeah, that was that his. Was yeah, like, that was he his was really thing. cut above the rest with that Marlboro red fucking <laughs> typeface, bro. And there's a a period they're banning the Jewish typeface. Go on. And there's a, like a bit of irony there. there like, I don't know what it was like Helvetica or whatever. Do you know how you go through the Times New yeah, Roman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They basically made new rules saying these ones are Jewish. Oh and shit. And these ones are like ours. Oh shit. So we're only gonna do these ones from now on. We're only gonna use Comic Sans yeah. from now on. The heading in the memo, <laughs> Jewish font. Oh no. <laughs> fucking idiot. The last ever one from Germany, mate. Really? Until obviously it's all over. Jesus Christ. Everyone snapped back to their senses like after <laughs> when the Power Rangers <laughs> sort everything out with that purple smoke. <laughs> he also starts like pimping out the meetings. So like how we know him today with like the banners everywhere and he's the one who comes yeah. up with the idea of like you, we got to make it look smart, look rogue. Fur coat, but you don't put your arms in the coat arms. <laughs> he's just got like a fur cloak, dog. He, he's, he's like requesting that there's like banners marching and singing at the beer hall and everything when they're having these meetings. And... From what we know about the National Socialist Workers' Party of Germany... Go on. They're haters. They're really in there hating. Professional <laughs> haters. 
the most so, professional haters. So Goebbels a pimp walk up to the motherfucker in his one big shoe. <laughs> clunk, 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 clunk. Hate, 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 hate. <laughs> and his fur coat off the shoulder. And his motherfucking Hugo Boss tuxedo. Now, I want to see red drapes all up in here. <laughs> <laughs> what you that ain't red enough. <laughs> That's another thing. They were obsessed with blood. Yeah, yeah. All their like, titles were like land blood. Fucking war blood, like everything. The blut, B L U T. Yeah. Every, it's like a suffix because in German you like make compound words. Yeah. yeah. Like all their shit had blood involved in it. Like obviously pure blood is. And yeah. All that sort of dog shit, but like every, and they, they didn't were, even know crazy sh- about blood. They didn't even know shit about DNA then, compared to now. And also considering they hated the fucking Bolshevik socialist communists so much. Yeah. They got a big red flag. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what you fucking up to? It might be a reactive colour. In the opinion of the like the, the advertisers, so but come on, dog. He as well. He's the one who starts making like the, all the speeches look slick too. He starts using loudspeakers for the first time. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, because it's them early days. Yeah, bruv. Fucking imagine what Johnny Cash had to work with, like yeah. fucking the pickups, the little magnets that were trying to get the best out of the guitar. Yeah, yeah. The shit microphones that were like them. Like we've got better microphones than him, and we didn't really go in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're like, saying. It's that long ago. Yeah. It was even before Johnny Cash. They had yeah, this big before. capacitor fucking crazy mic like a... What Hello, looks like... warriors. <laughs> I had in a Staten Island. What, what it looks like in uh, the Charlie Chaplin movie, The Dictator. Yeah. yeah, and apparently he was a big fan. Hitler was a big fan of Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And I think maybe Charlie Chaplin was as well because he did the honorary <laughs> moustache like I did for <laughs> he, he also starts encouraging like all these decorative flames going on around. I don't know if you've seen it, the oh, speeches shit. as no, well. I never... What, like fucking WWE flames? <laughs> he <laughs> comes out, announcing the future chancellor. <laughs> And it's fireworks. A, it's around this time as well that the Nazis and the SA and the SS started getting their Hugo Boss uniforms. Oh, <laughs> go on, Hugo! <laughs> now, you can say a lot of things about them, but you can't say they weren't sharp as fuck. They were sharply dressed, bro. They Ooh. looked fucking good. And to historical, and keeping it, this is a historical fact, bro. All thanks to Hugo Boss. Yeah. Hugo, dog. Yeah, bro. Hugo, Mercedes, VW, who are still trading to this day, by the way. Oh, yeah. But you say one thing about a fucking transgender athlete. <laughs> <laughs> so, 1927. Siemens. Uh, Ericsson. He, he starts... Oh, actually, I've IBM. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Plenty of companies. 1927. He finally stops fucking around with the Jewish chick. I guess he's going in full Nazi now, bro. I oh, guess geez. this is it. All she's done is head in. Well, really, he's come out being like, nah, bruv, I'm full Nazi now. You can't tell me nothing. But what's actually happened is she's broke his little fucking yeah. fancy little rat heart. Yeah, it's true. Little like, you know, I'm going to show you, bitch. Yeah. I'm going to fucking really show you. That is that is a crybaby Goebbels move, isn't it? Yeah, that's a real Joey crybaby move. That's it, bruv. 5th of May, 1927. Rise of violence, bruv. The SA start really... You're always going to need a little bit of that. Well, they really start going off. If probably you're going to make an omelette, you've got to break a few million eggs. It's probably all this new propaganda that old Goebbels is pumping out, bruv. It, like, th- people never seen it before. They've yeah. only had black and white paper before. Yeah, bruv. He's fucking putting a red on there. Red! <laughs> 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 it's fucking sending them into overdrive. It is wild to think how much that must have really influenced people back then, bruv. And I'll tell you as well, penicillin... Before 1945, like 1945, they discovered... We ain't in 45 could... yet. Not yet. Oh, 
but but this time period still to this day yeah. as we're talking penicillin was still only delivered intravenously through yeah. a syringe yeah. injected yeah 1945 the guy makes the discovery of an oral penicillin yeah like, that's how fucking like rustic these boys are moving, Real rustic, bro. bro. They're like Real half rustic. Amish, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of injections, bro. These boys are on some injections. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I don't know if the the Nazis were on fucking speed and mescaline. Yeah, I think that becomes not more yet, time. But I like, yeah. If it's well, been discovered, they're probably dabbling. Hitler was definitely on it at this point because he's doing yeah. the speeches on the mad shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's still he going was, wild. Yeah, and he had his own deformities, but in an honourable way. He had war injuries. <laughs> I'm not saying he's honourable. <laughs> he had war injuries, whereas yeah. Goebbels is just a little rat man. <laughs> Fifth of May. <laughs> Lopsided rat man. Fifth of May as well, 1927. With this rise of violence, right, the Berlin police head, he bans the Nazi party from the city. Just so happens as well... Well, me and him have got something in common. <laughs> <laughs> I have been banned from a city. <laughs> Section 27 order. <laughs> he also happens to be Jewish as well. Well, that's only going to wind him up. In Don't it, do bro. that to him, bro. In it, bro. But also, you'd have to do it to him. <laughs> it's kind of... You've it's got the no same. choice. Have you noticed, have you ever got in an elevator? Like... I've, like I'm on this sort of level. I'm looking, like, I just stare at everything and fucking dig it all up. There's a elevator and escalator company called Schindler. Yeah. Schindler's Lifts. <laughs> you yeah. just got to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's got to no Lifts, lifts, lifts. <laughs> Schindler's Lift. <laughs> yeah, exactly that, bro. So he, he kind of had to kick him out. Goebbels is even banned from public speaking for five months, bro. And during the ban, he starts a newspaper called The Angry, The Attack. Ooh. And it's a proper... Justice. The pro- It's a proper anti-commie, anti-Semitic newspaper, going in hard now. And they really target the, this chief of Berlin police. And they're trying to bait him into, like, putting stricter laws on yeah. the Nazis and everything. Because they want to false flag a motherfucker. Do you they know want what January 6th motherfucker. He's <laughs> 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 that bad. Do you know what I mean? This is exactly what he's going for. And during this time, he finally gets a book published, bro. He gets a book. Oh, yeah, he didn't even want it published. In the world, he gets he gets his autobiography, Michael, published. So he wrote when he was 24, all the best shit's already happened, mate. And he's already revised it. That second part is now about an enigmatic leader helping rise up in Germany. Oh, so it's like a fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. About something that you're literally going through. Yeah. He's what a, a bum liquor move. He turned his autobiography. That's some motherfucking Mormon shit, bro. <laughs> into a fanfic about... I'll stare into fucking Hitler's ass through my hat. <laughs> I'm the only one that can read this book. It's <laughs> fucked up, isn't it, bro? He's, He's really a weirdo. Fucking, yeah, man. He really but you wouldn't like having guy. him around. What, just because he... Imagine he's just chilling one day and you hear a knock at the door. He comes in. I've written all this shit about you. I'll take the tank. I've got a newspaper out. And you're like, yeah, go on, bro. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you're saying we need our own little Goebbels for this yeah, podcast. Yeah, we need little Goebbels. <laughs> need little podcast Goebbels. I'm feeling like if it comes with the bitches and the Weinstein, then I'll be my own Goebbels. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts going full hound dog as well on Local Tale at this point again. He's getting his books published. He's racking it up with the Nazis. He's probably got like a cool Beetle. <laughs> like he's, he ain't got a six-wheel fucking drop-top Mercedes yet. Yep. But he's talking like, 
Do you remember GTA Vice City BF injection? Yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. the rear engine, nice, nice. big mounted VW bug. You know what I mean? Yes. He's out there wilding. Yes. He's probably wearing like funky sunglasses. Not everyone for wears sure. the same style for of sunglasses. Sure. He's peacocking. Yeah. He's hitting for sure. these bitches on that level. He's pulling up. There ain't even no doors on his car. Mm. How hard is it to get in my car, bitch? I got Damn. a doom buggy. That's exactly what he's doing right now. Straight up to him. Look, bitch, I'm. A, he even ends I'm up about to be a real big deal. <laughs> and if you trust me and you stay with me, I'm gonna be your daddy. He's just got a book published, and yeah, so he's put. That's what working Wiley, for him. That's a coffee that's shop it. bar as well. On top of that, he has two plays published and pl- uh, put. Oh, he's fancy, but he's like Hitler. Hitler changed the laws, <laughs> so I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're unsuccessful plays. Yeah, well, they would be. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he's really trying to get a sink. And then all of a sudden, the political message comes in. You can yeah. see where it's been edited. You can see where it's been, like, fucking censored. Like, can see oh, where isn't that... it such a shame that nothing happened? <laughs> there was no nothing. And then His it propaganda game ain't that good yet. Yeah. He's, well, he's working getting, on it. He's getting doctored by the proper big propaganda boys. <laughs> It's so, the original window smashing propaganda boys. Twentieth May, nineteen. Just drawing people with really like <laughs> fucking exaggerated features. Twentieth of May, nineteen twenty-eight. Reichstag elections, bro. Goebbels becomes one of the first Nazi party members to gain election into the Reichstag. Goebbels has had a lot of one erections of in the Reichstag. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the first, bro. If he's trying to get senpai yeah, no, to so notice it, yeah. do you know do what you I mean? Do you ever watch the election? I like it. We watch the general election and you're like, well, well Suffolk's results are in first and yeah, blah, yeah, this yeah. constituent is... It's like, he might, it might have been like that. He's about, Everyone English. else followed him like a couple of hours later. Shortly no after, reason at all. Shortly after the election, he considers, uh, Hitler considers firing Strasser as head of propaganda. So look, mate, you got a short fuse. You really, you got a vein bulging <laughs> at your forehead all day. Just go and fucking. But he hesitates because he doesn't want to cause a party split at the moment. Goebbels though takes note of that because he's like, "That's the job for me, cuz." Yeah. If he's getting rid of my old boss and I'm with the new fucking super boss, straight in on the old city boy line. That's it, bro. I'm taking over the northern line. There's a few elections over the like two elections over the next year, and. Uh, Goebbels manages to keep his seat at the Reichstag during those future elections. 1930, Goebbels has managed to turn Berlin into the second strongest base for the Nazi party after Munich. With that wizardry, bruv. Red posters, though. (laughs) That's all he used, (laughs) geezer. But an interesting fact, I think they were quite, like, early on it. Proportional representation. The Reichstag is, if you're voted in, you're there. Yeah, yeah. If you get 1%, you get one person or yeah, whatever, yeah, like, that's in it. relativity. That's so it. That's the, it. They the only had, like, I think it's significant in that respect. I think they only had, like, 2% and they got, like, two seats. Yeah. Yeah. So, But they were still there chatting shit on that's the old it. fucking newspapers, that's it. bro. And on top of that, like, around this time, Goebbels had, uh, I think he had put money, actually, it might even be 38, but uh, somewhere around this time that Goebbels was, like, putting money into a radio company because he was trying to get more radio sold yeah. and more radios put out to people because that was a big one of his and then as after well. they're in control they were literally putting speakers on every corner yep. taking over people's radios yep. but they're trying to promote cheap radios yeah so it's telling them at cost sort of thing that's it so we're, we're not there yet but he's he's but starting yeah, to no, hedge that way he's on that wavelength bro <laughs> February radio <laughs> wavelength 
<laughs> Come back next Saturday morning. We're going to see if Sam can eat a chili. <laughs> February 1930. Local SA troop leader is shot dead in violence against a local communist group. So is this the dude... Right, because what the side of the story I heard is like Gerbil's <laughs> spinning. Gerbil's on her decks again. He's yes, spinning. Yes, this is so exactly this motherfucker that. is also seeing a Jewish bird. Yep. Hasn't paid his rent. Yep. Has been violent with the guy that is like his landlord, basically. Yep. And the dude turns up and shoots him. Yeah. And they're like, how dare they? The Bolshevists are shooting our boys in the street. Exactly. Just because that, they think everyone should be exterminated. That's it, bro. <laughs> he ends up calling them communist subhumans. Well, communists are subhumans, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but these particular uh, unsubs <laughs> are probably not communist subhumans. <laughs> See, exactly that, Rob. He uses the death of this geezer to really fucking amp Chavis up, Rob. Really amp Chavis There's up. There's a Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal. No, never. Oh, he plays an excellent autist, man. He's oh, yeah? A little bit, yeah, fucking excellent. But the idea is that he's the news cameraman yeah. that hits the scene first he's got a radio oh, interceptor shit. here's the fires here's the ambulance here's, here's the police I'll get you gets there before them shoots footage and then sells it to the news oh nice but it's like that sort of shit in it like yeah, at yeah. the end of the film is like they're taking advantage of shit same as the network actually that's a better one I think it's 1974 this film net, the network comes out I'm a man god damn it and I'm sick and tired of it it's like exactly that one. It's like they're just hyping shit up well, to, to make news. Goebbels, they're making their own news at that point. Yeah, exactly that. But Goebbels didn't really like. So he's uh, his idea was like that propaganda doesn't need to be good art. It needs to be good propaganda. It doesn't matter if it's true. It doesn't matter if it if it's looks good. What matters is it does it get the message across and does it get the idea and the actions you want. Yeah. So well. <coughs> With the same like thoughts in mind, we'll post a little clip on YouTube yeah. and we'll say, a man from Medway denies the Holocaust, talks about <laughs> Goebbels, loves Goebbels, and we'll post that. So you see the headline, you don't need to click on the video and yeah, find yeah, out what yeah. the fucking clip actually yeah, is. Yeah, exactly what you see. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the, as soon as you see the headline, scroll past, that's yeah. it, that's locked in your memory. Yeah, yeah. As soon as it. you have a conversation around the water cooler or whatever the fuck it is, you're like, oh, oh geez, did you, you hear that boy from Medway? He yeah. fucking that's loves it. Gerbils and that's thinks it. that he had a really nice Mercedes drop top <laughs> <laughs> with exactly six wheels that. of all so things. You, you hear the headline first and that becomes the initial thought. Yeah. It's that trial without so, it's yeah, that. It's literally that, like, once you learn to read, you can't stop. Yeah, yeah. If you see a word that's now fucking welded into your memory somehow. So he exactly that right with all that. But that doesn't help too much right now because we're about to hit, Rob, 1930. Now, what sort of globally fucked with the world in 1930? Oh, I don't know. Has the Renton mark <laughs> gone down to wheelbarrow proportions? <laughs> you want some bread? Yes, that'll be at least... 13 cubic metres of money. <laughs> so, yeah, we got the Great Depression, dog. Yeah, so I was about to say, when you're talking like, what was it, 26, 27? Yeah. Where he's really licking ass. That's like the Great yep. Gatsby era. Yeah. Like, they're, they're living it up. The Prohibition mm-hmm. and all that's kind of kicking. That well, fucking cool Germany's fuck. probably not living it up too much because the no, Treaty but of I mean, like, and to be the rest of the world. To be like, there's a Nazi party in America at the same time yeah, as yeah. fucking Al Capone and all them boys are bopping yeah, about yeah. selling whasky. Yeah. <laughs> Cooked yeah. in the hills. That's it. That's exactly Wild it. as fuck. So, Germany's hit pretty hard, like we just said about the in the Great Depression. And when you Depression. hit hard, who do you look for? 
The Ooh. extremists. 27th of March. I right? feel slighted. Whose fault is this? I've got an idea. Well, here's how they get a bit more power, right? On the 27th of March, 1930, the coalition government of Germany resigns and Hindenburg grants via emergency decree to himself. And in late April, 1930, Hitler fires Stresser and appoints Goebbels as head of propaganda. Oi, oi. So we got... So Hindenburg's like, fuck all this politics business, I'm going into balloons. <laughs> <laughs> At this point as well, with Goebbels coming the, finally becoming the head of propaganda, getting the seat he wanted, he gets control of all he the comes nuts. everywhere. <laughs> There's a sea of cum. There's stories about it. It flooded the streets. <laughs> he gets control of all the papers for the Nazi party, in control of all the national campaign for the Reichstag elections, because now that the coalition government have dropped out, there's going to be new Reichstag elections. Yeah, and also with the, like the the like brute force of the SA and the SS at the time. Yeah, they they like they got basically a hundred percent power of the Reichstag, wasn't it? Or they just fucking filled every not, seat not with like intimidation. Yet. Not quite yet. So there's a big Germany tour for Hitler. And but like, as we're saying, Fidel Castro on May first. Yeah, yeah. He just banned elections. No, I know what you're. Nazis just gerrymandered and fucking intimidated eventually. until they didn't need to ban elections eventually eventually well not really not really once they get power they do so big with this national campaign for the Reichstag elections Victor's <laughs> right history big Germany tour <laughs> for Hitler and he he appears with all his openers bro and his material is pretty harsh on the previous um, Weimar Republic you know and uh, the Treaty of Versailles is a pretty big issue for him as well He's blaming that on the whole Great Depression, bro. He's just coming up on stage after Goebbels has warmed him up with his hot <laughs> ten. Goebbels is like, hey, you seen Jews? Hey, what the fuck, huh? Hey, do you know what I mean? And then he comes up like, come on, guys. It's who's everyone's been waiting for. They're going wild already. They don't, he hasn't it. even said anything. He's just giving them like minutes of like applause. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. You know, <laughs> oh, All right, all right. Anyway, he's just getting into it. So, in 14th September 1930, we finally get the Reichstag elections, bro. Um, and the, the fucking Germany tour was a success, bro. The Nazi party take 107 seats in the Reichstag and become the second biggest party in Germany. Nice. Yeah, bro. From our, that's our, a good tour. It's a that's good a tour. successful tour. Taz, you can't deny that's a successful tour. You know what I mean? Do you know? Definitely. Say what you want about the fucking National Socialists of the Working Germans Party. But to gain 105 but seats after one tour. Pretty one good tour. tour. Pretty oh, good I mean, tour. How many seats was there? 106? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, he's, he's doing work. Late 1930, Goebbels meets uh, sweet baby girl Magda Quast. Magna Quast. Magda Quast. Magda, yeah. Is she Czech? Yes, and she's she was a, a sweet one, brother. I've seen a picture a, of this one. No, 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 no. That's not her. This is his. This his is actual his girl. wife this until is, death. Yeah, bro. This is sweet baby girl. This is his uh, wife. This is you know what I mean? his actual sweet baby girl. Yeah, do you know what I mean? She his, had a Jewish stepdad. Oh, did she? Or possibly biological dad. Oh uh, no. So yeah, they didn't have ancestry dot com back in them days. <laughs> Magda Quant, a divorcee, and she's she's a volunteer at the Berlin party offices. And. She could suck the chrome off a trailer hitch, cool. boy. Well, <laughs> she can suck cob corn, boy. It's funny you keep saying that because her flat becomes a regular meeting spot for all the Nazi meetings and shit. And, right, she's later... She's making a well, fucking we'll strudel get, we'll get and shit like that. Yeah. She's cooking the fuck. fucking sausage for she's everyone, She's hitting bro. them with the motherfucking strudels every you know day. I mean? Every day. Eat strudel all you want. I hope you don't mind a little sugar. 
19th of December, 1931. So not long after meeting her, bruv, Goebbels marries the Nazi Bay Magda. Well, what are you going to do? No. She sucks a mean dick. Makes She's strudel. cooking strudel for the boys. That's it. Fucking wife her up. She's only going to walk away. Hitler's probably telling him. She's to only going to fucking go and marry a Bolshevik. That's it. She'll walk away and you can't catch up with that club foot, Goebbels. Yeah. Fucking get now. Yeah. You can't, you can't, that's why he had a tight grip on his bitches. He was a real pimp because he couldn't limp fast enough to catch a bitch. He had to have a real strong grip, that nerve on the inside your elbow that you catch when you knock it on something. Yeah, yeah, he's that's grabbing how that. he's grabbing a yeah. bitch. 1932, there's two more elections uh, and they uh, ramp up the Hitler tours with these elections. Yeah, he's, he's done like, like back-to-back yeah. annual tours he gets these new new uh, tour posters out and they're Germany like, am I right <laughs> <laughs> well, these are like the posters of like the Ubermensch smashing in p- political opponents and political yes. ideas and stuff this like that this is my favourite era of posters yeah I don't like I don't well, care about fair, the message but when like the, the Soviet and Chinese posters the yeah. way they saw the Chinese guys coming together with a big blonde guy yeah, and they, they are both good. got pitchforks it's fucking beautiful yeah I would and it's like all block it's like I don't know how to describe the art form. Do you remember them? Um, well, it's the golden age of propaganda, isn't it? Yes, yeah, big posters. Big Warhol <laughs> couldn't fuck about, bro. Warhol, yeah, you might have a good poster, but have you ever fucking killed millions of people over your poster? I don't think so, bro. I mean, this is the time of John Ball in England, them posters. Oh, yeah. Keep calm and carry on eventually Keep comes on. Keep calm and suck your mother. That comes along soon. Like, this is the fucking... King of propaganda time. This is poster time, bro. This is po- and he's the boss of Photoshop. Goebbels is yeah. sick at Photoshop, bro. He's got the he's got mad clip art that nobody else has got, bro. Yeah, but no one's even got torrents in this time, bro. What the <laughs> fuck were people listening to? He literally put one album out. So Hitler had a forty-five of just him screaming. It's fucking hilarious you say that, right? Because also this tour is when Hitler gets his uh, fucking sets recorded. He's got an album. He gets his specials, bro. <laughs> he's got a solid hour. He's touring arenas with it. That's it, bro. And now he's going for the fucking record. He gets his sets recorded. He on thinks he's Dolomite. Gramophone records, bro, and released. Fair. Do you know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. This helps him grow, grow, grow more supporters in uh, in the in Parliament in their Reichstag, but still not enough to gain the majority. But imagine. Like all due respect, like forgiving what the Nazis had done and respecting well, his hustle. I don't know about how forgiving, many, but we can not respect forgiving, his... <laughs> but like ignoring. Ignoring. Let's talk to him as a promoter for a minute. <laughs> what has he done? He's put a whole album out, bro. Yeah, bro. Talk to all the little backpack rappers you know from three SoundCloud. tours. That is hard work. Three tours. He's done three, like year on year. He's touring. He's hitting the big cities and the towns. Yep. He knows his demographic. Yep. He's going out on the outskirts. That's it. And he's really hitting all these... Bi- he's not just hitting three cities in a state. And that's funny I mean? that you said that, because that was, that was the vote they were going for, the out, like, the out, the farmers, the workers, the land. Do you know the what Trump I mean? Vote, so he bro. was heading him right out. He's heading out for the Trump vote, bro. <laughs> exactly like you said. So you got a farm? <laughs> 30th of January, 1933, Hindenburg, wary of an unstable government, Loads of balloon up. And an attempt to improve economic conditions appoints Hitler as Reich Chancellor. Oh, shit. Yeah, boy. Yeah, and fucked up. That night, Goebbels has organised a torchlight parade in Berlin. Literally tiki torch boys. Literally tiki <laughs> torch boys, bruv. What a fucking psycho. <laughs> well, 
is he the psycho or are they the psychos the guy who did yeah, the fucking tiki flags <laughs> but what the fucking like what do you call it when someone's died and you've got a candle in the cup yeah but like that but with big old fucking torches yeah, yeah. where the fuck do you get that idea well to be fair the Ku Klux Klan had already done that through Washington close to this time oh, yeah shit yeah the thinking fires the way it gets people <laughs> thinking <laughs> fire, fire gets people going bruv <laughs> You're scared that you're going to like fire the same. <laughs> like the Reich deck. <laughs> 60,000 stormtroopers broadcast uh, a marching. That's a misrepresentation. <laughs> they were not clones <laughs> of the great Django Fett. So they were fat boys who smashed fucking shop windows. <laughs> so these marches are broadcast with commentary by a long-time party member as well. So that's going to help them sound good, isn't it? Well, I'm a National Socialist of the German Working People's Party. He was comment being a commenter like on the broadcast. Oh, a good one. Go on. When they're numbering off everyone, like your member number one. Yeah. They started at 500 to make it seem cool. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so Hitler was actually member 555. We should have done that with our episodes, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Episode 6,000. <laughs> 27th of February, 1933. It's funny because you just mentioned it. The Reichstag is suddenly attacked by communists, I say. They are always doing this. Uh, Every quotes. time there's a political purpose to go <laughs> against someone, they do something. It's like they know. <laughs> so, I mean, and usually they run a drill that morning <laughs> to but, defend against the exact same thing. So, yeah, attacked by Reichstag, I say in quotations, because obviously we, don't, we know it wasn't really. But that's a nice big boy false flag. <laughs> the false flag, like, one of what, these. Like I said, everyone knows 1945. Yeah. Everyone knows the Reichstag fire. Yeah. That's that's what I mean when I'm saying it's a false flag. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a Reichstagger. So they end up with... They probably yogged their own Reichstag and said, look who's fucking with us now. We need greater laws of they, security. They definitely... We need a Patriot Act. They definitely logged... And yes, yeah, there you go. So the next day, Hitler urges the Reichstag fire decree and it's passed. A decree? A decree, bruv. No one's allowed fire except us with our tiki torches. Well, this is the first of several pieces of legislation that slowly dismantled democracy in Germany. Yeah. So this yeah. is the first of a few. Because that's what I'm saying. It's all about the fuckeries. Yeah. They, they don't just outright say it. Yeah. Like the communists and all that. That's it. They just, they're just like, oh, it no, no, need a little Patriot Act. Yeah. Need a little it. quick terrorist attack. Sort us all out. So this leaves it in a totalitarian dictatorship with old Adolf Hitler at the helm, bro. Well, could be worse. <laughs> could be Chairman Mao. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the Germans would be worrying if it was him. 14th yeah, of March. There's no one left. They've tried to fight a war with three dudes. 14th of March, Goebbels is finally appointed to his big job, bro. Head of the Reich Ministry of Public Enlightenment and yeah. Propaganda. That's what I liked. I was going to bring that up earlier. They called him the Minister of Enlightenment. Yeah. That's cool as fuck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You'd expect him to be like smoking joints sitting on a big beanbag. 21st of March, Goebbels organises the Day of Postom, the ceremonial passing of power of hi from Hindenburg to Hitler. How oh, cool, like they're actually like Hindenburg's there, angry as fuck. Like, <laughs> I never wanted any of this to happen. That's it. Oh, but I just, my balloon business ain't taking off. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and they're like, come over. here and sit here and pass him like a ceremonial torch. Yeah, that's it. There's right. no fire in the city. <laughs> I will pass the ceremonial wreath. <laughs> <laughs> what year is this? This is in. 1933, bro. 33, boy. 
So 1st of April. That was a big one. I think 34 is when they start really going wild. Yeah, he's only, they've only just got windows in 34, bro. 1st of April, he composes the speech Hitler gives to mark the Nazi boycott of Jewish businesses. Ooh. Goebbels wrote that speech. And 1st of May, which is usually globally celebrated as what, bro? A holiday back on this old Labour Day. Commie holiday, boy. Commie holiday, boy. I work through every single May 1st, <laughs> son. I do 36 hours that day, boy. Goebbels changes this to a, in Germany to a d- day that celebrates the Nazi party. Well, they're the workers' party of the people of Germany in National Socialism. So I guess he ain't really changing it. So it's a, big, it's a big old party rally in Berlin. And the next day after that, so this is why it's probably a bit anti-communist. The next day after that, all trade union buildings in the country are forcibly closed. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do with a trade union? Now the boys are here, boy. 10th of May, 1933. I think, actually, aside, sorry to interrupt, Go but uh, 45 is the year they set up all the trade unions in China. Oh, really? They unified them as one big old trade-up. There you go. 10th of May. 1933, big Nazi book burning organised by Goebbels himself. He headlines the event. And you never guess who turns up. Go on. Harrison Ford. Yeah. Gets his notebook signed by Hitler himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember which one. Temple of Doom, I think it is. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> it's in the bonfire. It's this one. <laughs> June 1933, the Nazi party. June nineteen What are you on about? June 1933. Oh, June. June. Yeah, be careful. June 1933, the Nazi party uh, controlled virtually every organisation in Germany by the army and the church. That's pretty good going. They've done it pretty quick, bro. They fucking liggity split. No fucking around. Or was everyone already on board? No, you wait. As soon as the change-up happens, like these vape shops. (laughs) <laughs> as soon as cannabis is legalised you know what the fuck this shop's gonna be boy <laughs> <laughs> so maybe like they were that that is the case right they vape shops all thanks to Goebbels though, except bro. from the fucking priests all thanks to Goebbels and his red posters bro yeah do you know what I mean yeah Late- they probably had some in the shop right yeah and they'd like flip them they'd see the motherfucker coming that wasn't right on board and they'd flip it around and be like oh everyone's special and then as soon as he's gone, flip, pow, fuck all the Jews, we hate them. Red. June 2nd, Hitler names Goebbels the second highest rank in the Nazi party, bro. Yeah, because it was, uh, was it Goering as well? Goering as well. And Himmler, they were like their heads of their own departments. That's it, that's it. But this fucking gimp, <laughs> ain't even blonde. He's got he's like two IC, bro. He's second in command. That's he's got a pretty high rank, bro, just for being old, the old photo geezer. Do you know what I mean? But he does slay some bitches from actresses. Well, it's funny you say that, right, bro? Because right, he's right now he's slaying bitches. Right now, the Reich Film Chamber is created, and it's an all industry for German film, and everyone in the industry of that has to be signed up to the Reich Film Chamber. And guess who runs that uh... shit? I can't yeah, pass my inspection, bro. That's it. He's starting to fully Harvey Weinstein out now, bro. I think there's a quote. It's like, it might even be from Goebbels himself. Go it's on. Like, I'm the biggest casting couch of all. Really? Yeah, it's like I got control of all this, like, fucking Lebensraum. Like, all these countries were taken over. All these. Uh, if they want to be in a movie, bitch. Oh, so. Show me what you're working with. 
he does does he definitely gets there when they start invading as well. But he's doing that in in Germany as well as he's coming. Oh, up. so he's already coming up. Like we're a, we're a startup. Yep. We well, can't no, pay very ju- much, but it's exposure. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the Nazi party are in power now, Bob. Oh, right, yes. Yeah. So they're, they're not invading official. anywhere yet. That's all. Oh, right. But these foreign bitches, they still want to know. Well, they still want to be in they German films. They want to make films. it. German cinema is huge They're at this time. It. Germany's huge, bro. Do you know what I mean? Germany's a big old country. Look at it now, even, after it got shrunk down. 4th of October, 1933. The editor's law passes, banning all Jews, communists, from writing and declaring that all published work to ad- and, and declaring that all public work has to adhere to Nazi principles. This where they went wrong. The law should have been, post whatever you want, but communist fucking socialist shit is only allowed a laugh react. <laughs> <laughs> On the 4th of June, 1944, Rob, it's a big Nazi purge in the party. Purge up. Stressor doesn't make it out, Rob. It's Night of the Long Knives. Stressor gay. No, Stressor gets killed. It's just this Night oh. of the Long Knives is about not it's a Nazi purge. I think you're thinking the Night of Smash Windows. No, that I think Kristallnacht was about getting Jews and Night of the Long Knives, uh what's it called? Messer, something Messer. But that was about getting rid of the gays and No, Germans. Night of the Long Knives was about it was a Nazi purge, like Stressor, people like that, people in the members of the Nazi party who Hitler wasn't quite down with. This is when but they how easy started. is it to go gay <laughs> point at someone? <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, especially mob mentality. <laughs> that's probably how we did it back but then. But no, there's an geezer. SA SA top brass. He got caught with a little boy that night. Loads of loads of uh, SA top brass all got murdered that night. Yeah, loads of them. That's what that night was all about. Second of August, nineteen thirty-four, Hindenburg dies, bro. So the old Prezi who had to give out in a balloon powers. or I don't think he dies in a balloon, bro. Oh fuck. Uh, Goebbels, <laughs> Goebbels gives the announcement himself and that the officers, offices of the Chancellor and the President are now one. Hitler is officially the Fuhrer, bro. Didn't they also not purge the SA? Yeah, that's what the Night of the Long Knives was. Oh. Yeah, bro. So they got rid of them fucking like, no, we got... N- SS looks much better together. They're just How are you going to make a badge for Hugo Boss <laughs> with an A in it? Fuck off. <laughs> We're going SS, two lightning bolts, bitch. So we got the 1935 Venice Film Festival now, Rob. The Nazis in full power. we got the Fuhrer in power, Goebbels working. And a movie called Triumph of War, a Goebbels-produced movie, which is just a fucking gloat story about Hitler. Funnily enough, being in Vienna, it wins the festival's gold medal, Rob. Nice. No, Vienna, Austria. This might have been the one because Venice is like Italy, and Vienna is the one I was thinking about earlier. It is the uh, Vienna was like a popular one. For no, it's the, the, sorry, it's the Venice, of the time. Venice Film Festival. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, Vienna. Now you sparked my imagination. <laughs> might be the one I was on about maybe earlier. I don't know. Okay. Could have been a previous podcast. Nineteen thirty-five to thirty-six. Goebbels is widely publicising trials. Of hundreds of nuns and clergy, bro. Oh shit! So this is when they after he's raised Catholic church. himself. Yeah, bro. He's he's a dog, bro. He's an absolute rat. In it, bro. He's this probably the best at being a Nazi. This is what. Yeah, he is the best Nazi in a sense that Nazis are pieces of shit, so he's the best at doing it. So really, he's a good man. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying? Not at all. Not at all. Say a little louder. <laughs> 
So he, he convicts, uh, he says that all these nuns and clergy are guilty of currency smuggling and sexual offences. So he might be right about well, the second one. Yeah, he one. might be all right, yeah. Actually, he, he might be right about both those things, but, you know, you can't be chick- nicking them and fucking executing them, bro. Yeah, because the Jesuits had, like, a major control over the physical money. Jesuits are just always doing wild shit, probably, mate. Everyone's fucking wild. Especially now. 1936, as in now in this time period. 1936, Goebbels does his part in helping the staging of the 36 Olympics, bro. Oh, hey, oh, hey. Well there done. We what did he do? Like the flowers or the medals? He did that. He's the Minister of Propaganda. Just he did the staged posters. it. Just the stages. He probably did the... Do you know that every uh, Olympics has got some crazy little cartoon logo nowadays? They got like a... Oh, that was him, yeah. He did that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he made the little German fucking swastika fella. <laughs> <laughs> he had four arms. <laughs> What's arms? What's legs? No one knows. It's ever <laughs> continuing. He's running. It's He's around going to the moon. It's around this time, bro. He starts having an, an affair with a Czech actress. That's the one I was talking about. She's a weapon called Linda Lorana. Go on, Lorana. Or is it? No, sorry, Larava. So, Larava, hot like lava, baby. The thing with this as well, bro. So, like I said, he was fully Harvey Weinstein. You wanted to be in a German movie, you got to hit the Goebbels couch. So you want to be in movies, don't you? That's it. So, he, she has... Lick my club foot. She's <laughs> 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 making him do the whole thing. Take Rah. the shoe off, take the sock off, and then they finally see it and they're shocked. That's the bit he likes. Lick the callus <laughs> and everything. <laughs> so, she actually says later on that the only reason she did this is because she thought that her and her husband wouldn't get acting work anymore. Yeah. And that's how cool it was in the fucking 40s, bro. Bitch, like, oh, I didn't know any better. I just sucked his dick no matter what. I don't know. I thought maybe I wouldn't have a job afterwards. I, I, who knows? February 1937, <laughs> Goebbels states he wants to eliminate the Protestant church. What? Yep. Goebbels? They're right. the best ones. Right. They're pious. They got buckles on their shoes. What the fuck is the problem with them? He ain't even heard of the Knights Templar cards. Do you know what I mean? Don't know nothing about being pious and nothing about it. Nineteen thirty-eight, early in there, bro. Goebbels approaches Hitler. Guess what? He wants to resign, cuz. Goebbels wants to resign. Goebbels wants to resign. Hitler never wanted to resign. Goebbels was full of speed, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Goebbels wanted to leave Germany, leave his job. And go to Japan with the new actress, Bay, and live there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he is fucking sprung. He wants He's, out now, bro. She got me doing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler's pissed, bro. Because Hitler's all about the fucking family unit, shit like that. Yeah, exactly. And look at fucking Goebbels and all the boys making a mockery of it. Isn't it, bro? He tells him he ain't having to quit no job. His Czech Bay has got to go fucking start her bags packing. And he's told to head back home to wifey, bro. Bitch! So he's just getting, like, what are you, a Bolshevik all over again? You're <laughs> 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 cheating on your missus, eh? who are you? <laughs> East Russian, ethno Judaist. At this point as well, so obviously, fucking, he's a good bitch. He does exactly what Hitler says. Yeah, the missus gets packed away to like not the missus, sorry, the the uh, mistress. The mistress gets packed away to Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia that night, bro, sent packing. Oh, and yeah, Czechoslovakia. It was Czechoslovakia. 
That's something yeah. for you millennials. There used to be a place called Czechoslovakia. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's no longer Hitler's top dog anymore. Blown it. Blown it, bro. So the way you fucking acting like a bullshit. That's it, bro. But he finds a way around this. Start sucking his anus. November 1938, a German diplomat is killed by a Jewish dude in Paris. Well, you know what's going to happen. Oh. I bet the dude in Paris wasn't even Jewish. Probably not, bro. Then we've not. just been overhyped. That's it. That was it. Goebbels is a primary source of history. <laughs> Goebbels sees this as an opportunity to get back in Hitler's good graces, bro. And uh, he uses the incident to rile up the boys back in Berlin. Get the boys going. Got, got the boys going proper, bro. And this is where the Night of the Long Knives begins, bro. Now, the Night of the Long Knives is when they just went through. It was nights and nights. It was loads of it was weeks a week or so I think of them just smashing do every Jewish house and business and that's Christmas oh sorry this is broken glass this is the night of the broken glass yeah sorry don't talk to me about nights sorry bruv this is the night of the lo- uh, broken glass uh, it was m- much more than a night Kristallnacht oh man it was a horrible horrible time people being smashed up bruv but they've really showed their true window smashing colours <laughs> you know what I mean yeah you knew that they no were going to say safe. that no one, bro. What are you doing? Selling soda streams? <laughs> Smash! <laughs> Either way, he's uh, after that, he's managed to get himself tucked tightly back into fucking Hitler's butt. You know what I mean? He's cozy in his arsehole yeah, again. Wild. 1st of September, Germany invades Poland alongside some Russians, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> this causes some sort of like big conflict in the war, in the world. I can't remember what it's called. Why? Well, you know it's only I mean. Poland. <laughs> some sort of deal England had with Poland. I don't know, but some sort of big war kicks off. Something important. Really? Yeah. What could that possibly be around this time? I can't remember. But Goebbels doesn't participate in any of the military decision-making at all during the war. Yeah, well, he wouldn't, would he? Yeah, you know what I mean. He's built for office work. However, his ministry, the propaganda ministry, would take over every recording facility in conquered countries and will broadcast prepared material using this usual show host that the audience trust. Oh, sick. Yeah. That's fucking smart, man. So, like, the whole idea of, you know, when you see the TV host with the gun pointing to their head, "Uh, (laughs) everything's cool, man. Don't listen to our government. That was literally Goebbels. I'm Fiona Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) That was literally what Goebbels was up to, bro. Didn't she just get fired because the BBC, no one pays a licence money anymore? I can't remember. Fiona Bruce, yeah, she's one of my most trusted news <laughs> <laughs> May 1940, he starts frequent editorials for the newspaper Das Reich. And, and he actually releases audiobooks, little audibles, of these editorials personally over the radio so he's the first podcaster (laughs) (laughs) Goebbels is the first podcaster bro shout out Goebbels everything else you did was whack but podcasting's cool (laughs) January 1941 he uh, starts sending out video journalists on the front line and 1942 after a series of military setbacks for the uh, Reich uh, Goebbels is made Reich Defence Commissioner for his area what do you know about defence, bruv? Well, it's 42, bruv. Shit's starting to go a little bit sour for the old Nazis. They've got to put yeah. up some fucking stocks and defence in the yard, bruv. 41's Pearl Harbour, innit? So Japan's got involved. Yep. 
America's oh, got this involved. might be a world war. Yeah, this might, might be, be World War Two. <laughs> it uh, puts Goebbels in direct charge of civilian war efforts. Oh, so like TA shit. Yeah. 15th of January, 1943, he's appointed head of the newly made Air Raid Damage Committee. So, oh, what's happened here? Well, we've got air raided. <laughs> okay, is there damage? Yes. Tick? Yes. He's got a clipboard. <laughs> well, not only that, from everything I've just told you. He's the got jo- two fucking fine as fuck secretaries. <laughs> <laughs> well, from the two jobs I just told you, you can sort of tell how the war's going for Germany at this point. This is yeah, post... Blown it. This, do you know what I mean? This is after the Allies really got the gang together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. His jobs, bruv. He's the uh, Reich Defence Commissioner for his area, and... <laughs> Air Raid Damage Committee. It ain't going too good for the Germans at this point, bro. Yeah, it's, it's not an Air Raid Defence Committee. <laughs> <laughs> He's mainly now just using his propaganda, actually, to keep people in high spirits. So, like, by this point, only 20% of government media is propaganda. The other 80% is just entertainment, bro. Yeah, it's like they hate our freedom. <laughs> <laughs> but what entertainment is a fucking war-blown-up Germany TV show is going to have? Do you know what I mean? Well, it's how you spin it. <laughs> That's where the beauty of Goebbels is. Here's how to make a plant pot out of a destroyed shell that landed in your fucking attic. <laughs> Did Dale Anderson shelters and Alice shelters? Well, not as good as ours, boy. Definitely not. 18th, uh, 18th of February, 1943. He delivers his uh, sports palast speech calling for total war. I don't know if you've ever seen this speech, but it's freaky as fuck, bro. Goebbels is freaky anyway. He is freaky anyway. But this speech, he's got like fucking tens of thousands of dudes calling for total war. It's fucking freaky, bro. Cool. It's pretty like, yeah, well, but it's also scary as fuck. I'm, I kind of want to pause it and just show you it because it is fucking wild. <laughs> you pull it up. All right, <laughs> I'm going to pull it up for you, dog. Bro, that many people charged yeah. up for total war cards. Yeah, that was mob mentality, bro. Yeah, I'll bro. be in the middle of there going total war. <laughs> <laughs> but like with this speech as well, the, the the clip I showed you actually had the parts which were broadcasted live, right? So this speech was mainly about um, just war with Russia was the main thing. It really wanted to like get the crowd going on this whole total war uh, total war idea. But during the live broadcast. It actually let slip a couple of like eradicate the Jews and the Jews. <laughs> yeah, accidentally, like, anyway, as I was saying, we're gonna go to war with Russia. We're gonna kill all the Jews, and then we're gonna fucking keep it going with Russia all the way through the east. So this ends up helping him out as well. This what's about to happen now in 1943, a mass grave of Polish officers killed by the Red Army is discovered. Yeah. So this They're is whiling. the the Katyn massacre. And Goebbels uses this as propaganda to tr- sort of try and drive a wedge between the Allied forces. Oh, so he's saying like the Soviets ain't your boys. Yeah, that's it. Look, they're still killing the Polish. They invaded Poland with us. Shit, man. April first, ain't never been my boys. No, April first, forty-three. Goebbels is named Strut President of Berlin, giving him full government control of Berlin. And then Hitler's like. April Fools! (laughs) (laughs) Bumlick bastard! August 43, after being beaten about by Russians and and Italy successfully invaded by the Allies, Goebbels starts to realise they might lose World War II big boogaloo, bro. (laughs) Yeah, you know. 
Yeah. They were so hyped to begin with. <laughs> think of all this Lebensraum. <laughs> he tries to convince Hitler to go for peace. Uh, uh, Hitler obviously doesn't. 1944. Not very peaceful, dude. Nah. From what I know. Goebbels uses propaganda to tease a big attack uh, coming for the Allies after Berlin is bombed. The following attack, which happens, uh, hits London in June 1944. But has little effect because they've got hardly any fucking bombers left. Yeah, because there's quite a few like attempts. Yeah. In 44, 45. Yeah. And they're just Nazis shit. Nazis at the end of their string. That's it, bro. 23rd of July, 44. Goebbels appointed Reich Planner Pontetri for total war. And he's like to free up all the industries to just work on the war effort. This, yeah. His pre- speak, previous speech about total war, <coughs> Hitler's finally sort of like, all right, maybe we do need to go total war. So what that means a year is, later, so what Hitler that orders everywhere to be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere that took part in the war effort, just destroy yourselves. So like total war is literally the fact that you just turn the entire country's economy yeah. into all the war. So what effort. do you make? Sandals. My soldiers need some sandals. Yeah, <laughs> You're it. my company now. That's it. Uh, he gets a half a milli lads out of the factories and into the front lines. Oh, shit. So he's a downscaling. Yeah. Why don't you give the jobs to some women? Goebbels champions the people storm of 18th of October, 44. And this is when they just, like, get a load of fucking old geezers into the army. Oh, yeah. 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 Some um, old timers, pub fighters. And this ain't really popular with the citizens because they're getting all the fucking old crips and veterans from World War One and sticking them back in on the front line. Yeah, so man, people ain't too it. happy about they're this, bro. They're loading their muskets in that. <laughs> 1945 now, bro. We made it to the year. We're there. Goebbels' speeches We're start... We're more crimes. <laughs> <laughs> Goebbels' speeches start taking an increasingly apocalyptic tone. He yeah. sort of knows it's He was the first the one to flop, really. When well, you look at it... He sticks around. A lot of chavvies don't stick around. Yeah, no, he's stuck around because he loves licking asses. <laughs> and, right, he thought Hitler was fucking his missus. Really? He'd come to Hitler on this raging bullshit. Yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, buddies, yeah, national socialism. You you fuck my wife. <laughs> he <laughs> was like, that's a fucked up question. You're a fucked up guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not going to ask that question. Here's the thing, like... Uh, his missus actually conf- told Hitler about the affair that was happening. Yeah? Yeah. Told Hitler? Yeah. It's like, we're having an affair. <laughs> He's like, really? <laughs> no, told hit, told Hitler about the affair Matey was having with the actress. Oh, so yeah, So he's yeah. like, I want to run off with Bay. Hitler's yeah. like, I know about this bitch, bro. Your wife been chatting yeah. to me. Yeah. He fucking with. So they were I close. Got fingers in your mum. I mean, <laughs> in lots of pies. <laughs> So, uh, 13th of March, 1945, Hitler finally, now, finally, but Hitler arrives now in Berlin. Yeah, no, 45, uh, it's it's like February sort of time, he takes, goes to the bunker. So, around this time, Goebbels' ministry building is destroyed by an Allied air raid. Oh, shit. April, in 45, the Russians are officially in Berlin, bruv. Um, and they attempted... Uh, Goebbels tentatively attempts to get Hitler to make peace with the Allies. Now, yeah. Hitler so I make peace with everyone except the fucking communists. <laughs> 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 spitting everywhere, all on the papers. Kicks Hit- up a fuss. Hitler says, "Get wrecked." It's fucking war till the end, bro. Yeah. Um, and top Nazi breath. top Nazi brass try to convince Hitler to flee Berlin. Uh, Goebbels argues that if we're going to go down, let's do it fighting in Berlin. Yeah. 
Why the fuck do you think I made a Führer bunker? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, you see what I did with the scientists? Now watch the bunker play. We're all going to eat fucking cyanide <laughs> in this bunker. <laughs> <laughs> well, a bunch of the Chavis flee, like all the top brass. Go to uh, Argentina or all NASA. Places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but one loyal little fucking lapdoggy stick, sticks by his side. Old Gerbily Bumley. Old Goebbels finally gets to be. <laughs> Old Crybaby Goebbels. Crybaby Goebbels finally gets to be Hitler's bottom bitch. This is it, bro. Finally, he's the last one. He's the and last one. Actually, I've got a good one. Go on. Goering phones up like Hitler. I heard you're going to top yourself with cyanide and you're a bitch and you're fucking crying and carrying <laughs> out in the middle of Berlin there. I'll be the new Chancellor of Germany if you want. If you want to sign over power to me, that's fine. He's like, treason! <laughs> I need a poet <laughs> to be my second in command. Imagine how much speed they brought. I reckon oh, they didn't bro. even think about tin beans and that. My bunker is full of tin beans. Theirs but is full of speed. Nazi bunkers got the, the fucking Panzer chocolate <laughs> and the amphetamine, methamphetamine, <laughs> MDMA. Same night, right? Goebbels moves his family into a t- bunker attached to Hitler's. Yeah, that's what that's why I think Hitler thought he was a bit of a dog. Yeah, literally so treated him, him like to, a puppet. I need. I told him to go to the castle in Austria. Yeah, and this man's turned up with all six kids. Yes. And his missus, who yep. hates him, who's been yep. telling me she hates him. Yeah. He's a dog. He's got a fucking thumb on this bitch. He's got, a real pimp. Got his tail wagging on Goebbels, <laughs> bro. 23rd of April, Goebbels makes a proclamation to the German people. I'm going to get that proclamation up, bro. He had a prolapse as well as a proclamation. Is that his proclamation? A nice yeah, big prolapse. D- yeah. Fat fucking juicy he, one for the he boys. Hitler thumb his limp frolic stick into he his He probably arm. would, bro. So yeah, here's, he did. here's his proclamation to the German people, bro. I call on you to fight for your city. Fight with everything you have got for the sake of your wives and your children, your mothers and your parents. Your arms are defending everything we have ever held dear and all the generations that will come after us. Be proud and courageous. Be inventive and cunning. Your guillotine is amongst you. He and his colleagues will remain in your midst. He but doesn't say he... this, but in a fucking bunker... <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Did he stay alive long enough to check if anyone fought their bravest? His I don't wa- think he did. His wife and children are here as well, in a bunker. He who once captured the city with 200 men will now use every means to galvanise the defence of the capital. The battle for Berlin must become the signal for the whole ni- nation to rise up in battle. Says the man. Fucking morphine overdose. Do you know what I mean? Says the man sitting in an underground shelter. Yeah. Fucking. So, how many of you guys have got 70 mil of concrete at least <laughs> with reinforcing iron bar? 24th of April 1945, Hitler marries Eva Braun. Ooh. So, I'm going to take half. Nope, bitch. You can take <laughs> half this sign, I feel. <laughs> Goebbels is a witness to the marriage. Hitler also writes his will and grants Goebbels. As Reich Chancellor. He's the pussiest one, bro. That's it, bro. This Goering was an absolute psycho. <laughs> Even Himmler, you know what I mean? Goering's brother, here's a little fact for you. Goering's brother, yeah. Invented Puma. Smuggled Jews out of Germany. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, falls very far from the <laughs> Wild, isn't it? So, after 
he's written his will on the thirtieth April. His will on the thirtieth of April, some rad dude shoots Hitler. Oh, some fucking on. legend shoots Hitler. Great. I don't know what legend did That's that. Excellent. We never know who does that. And then they burn him, drag <laughs> his body through the street, and present us with a female skull. <laughs> <laughs> There's nowhere near Argentina. Big Goebbels with the big sad says, "It is a great pr- pity such a man is no longer with us." But at least I've got the rest of his speed. <laughs> <laughs> but there is nothing to be done for us. Everything is lost now, and the only way out left for us is the one Hitler chose. I shall follow his example. The difference being, Hitler didn't murder his six children first. <laughs> but yeah, cool. <laughs> he did murder his dogs, though, and he did love them dogs. Yeah, he did murder Say what you want about them. Hitler, but he loved them dogs. Say what you want about, like, his... <laughs> There's an old Norm Macdonald bit about how how great Have dogs are. Have you heard about are. this guy? No, no. <laughs> it's what a, a jerk. <laughs> it's about how great dogs are. Dogs are so amazing and so lovable and love everything <laughs> so dog. much. Yeah. <laughs> there is a dog out there that loved the shit out of Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Goldie. Let's not forget that. Goldie, the boy, is the best boy. Think about how good of a Nazi the Goebbels was. That's how good of a dog that Goldie was. Goldie's got to be such a good boy to love the worst you know I mean? person on the planet. So forgiving. Such a good boy. So forgiving. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know what I mean? The greatest. He truly loved with all his heart. The greatest dog on the planet is his <laughs> dog because it forgave him for so and much. No, no, mentally it was. It probably fed the dog cyanide. I think oh. they tried the cyanide out on the dogs, That's actually. tragic. According bro. to History that Channel. That good boy did not deserve that, bro. Didn't it? Fuck Hitler for that alone. Yeah, that's proof. Do you know what I mean? That you weren't a boy. That's it. First Didn't of May. give the dog to a shelter. <laughs> <laughs> First of May, Goebbels' only official act as Chancellor is to order generals to fly the white flag. <laughs> what? What are you getting to? It's Chancellor? No, it ain't. <laughs> Fucking Goebbels as Chancellor. They tell Goebbels to go fuck himself, bro. And they carry on fighting. They don't give a fuck. They know who their leader is. On the evening, May 1st, he injects his six children with morphine, crushes cyanide, and puts it in their mouths, bro. Yeah. Yeah, he went to a dentist. How yep. much morphine to fuck my kids up? He got the dentist to come in and do it. Yeah. Goebbels oh, and cowards. his wife. <laughs> Kill your own kids, you fucking it? animal. <laughs> Fucking piece of shit, bro. Proper dirty dog. dog. I know we were talking about Hitler killing his dog being a crime, but Goebbels, that's filthy, bro. Six children. Yeah, it's much worse. It's fucking horrible. I'm considerate. Nah, bro. What a jerk. You know, he's a piece (laughs) of shit. From there, Goebbels and his wife then jointly take cyanide together. How much? Ready for an excellent bitch move? Guess where they do it? In a garden. In a garden next to Hitler's grave. (laughs) What a bitch. (laughs) I miss you. They die together, bruv, and that's the end of But in Hitler. his heart, he was really trying to die with Hitler. In it, bruv. What a flouncy, fucking mincing bitch. This he is just wanted the old chancellor on his CV. Just fucking notice me senpai even in death. <laughs> yeah, Do you know dog. what I mean? What a fucking dirty bitch. Fucking Joseph Crybaby, little bitch, bottom hoe, fucking... <laughs> Joey Crybaby Bumlick. Crip-walking Goebbels, bruv. Well, Fuck this guy. Yeah, his crip walk could have been good though. This is probably. And also, apparently, he held a pretty organised, organised little propaganda wing. Uh, he's people right. respected his organisation. He was good at, at his job. Least. <laughs> he was good at his job, but he was, he was really fucking good at his job. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to be a piece of shit that people would talk out 
<laughs> through history. It's probably a timeless piece of dog's shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tell me how many Jews I got to fuck, buddy. <laughs> it's true. He made all those people. Convinced. She's only half Jewish. I never kissed her. I sucked her titties. <laughs> His propaganda was so good. He can like convince the entire nation to be the fucking super villains throughout history for the rebel yeah he's literally I mean? in like imagine you put like an, a modern like a uh what do you call him the four horsemen yeah 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 and he's up there isn't he hell for sure it's like there's literally a, a hitler horseman yeah there's hitler goering yeah for sure Goebbels, for himmler sure. that's about it i think there's only four Mangala deserves a special mention. <laughs> He's a twisted motherfucker. <laughs> he gets his own fucking statue, bro. <laughs> yeah. They hide it behind the other statue. If you're a truly twisted motherfucker, you know the handshake. <laughs> but yeah, bro. That's it for us this week, bro. Longest episode yet. Little yeah. make up for last week. That's what you get. <laughs> if you got something to do, now you got something to do it with. <laughs>